find an MC like me who's strong. Leave motherfuckers aboard with no verbal support. And when I command the microphone, I get delicate condo. With a bear and a snake and a panda, I'm on go. Who can withstand the more power I gain and make it possible for me to drop a few direct your brain? Imagine they keep on wishing upon a star. Finally realizing who the fuck we are when I pan the track. It's been misdemeanor, baby, but to be the greatest MC of all time. When I create a rhyme for the simple fact, when I attack the country's pride, I'm attempting to ride every time on night. I face with the scars beyond this bunny bar. Welcome back, everybody, to Jeff vs. the World Presents Hood Classics. And like always, I got my man Shahid here. What's going on, good sir? And nothing after that song. Thought we talked about that. We did. It, I believe I've been doing a good job lately because I it, it, it can it can get so it can get worse. I almost oh, it's going if it get worse, it's going to be by yourself. <laughs> I almost played E forty this morning, so yeah. That'd have, been, that'd have been better than what you just played. Man, y'all got to stop this, man. What is wrong with y'all in this Tupac slander? What's I got nothing against Tupac. I ain't can call him mid or trash. I'm just co-host. I just show up, get my shit off like Rob Van Dam and bounce. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Y'all know why we're here. We're here to talk about Ninja Scroll this week. But before we do that, being this is a light movie this week, Shahid, what did you get into watching this week? If you got to watch anything? Why we keep doing this? Um, I thought um, Old Guard. I finished watching that very enjoyable mm-hmm. movie. Um, Charlize Theron is kind of cementing her spot as like you know premier action woman of our generation more or less she's been holding that down and she's kind of like the better version of Keanu Reeves if that makes sense like the serious talented actor that's also awesome action star because we were talking about like who was his equivalent or who was able to do both and it's her and she can do the action almost as well as he can and she's more celebrated as a actor or actress. But we kind of like tend to forget about it because it's kind of like, oh, yeah, you know, she did Fury Road. She did Aeon Flux. She did Atomic Blonde. Like, she's been doing this for a while. Now she's on the old guard. And I always say, if she's rocking the short hair, she's going to beat somebody's ass. <laughs> uh, yeah, Old Guard is one of those movies I... I <sighs> It was a great movie, and I know eventually we're going to do it on here. So, because I don't want to just give it like five minutes or 15, whatever minutes just to talk about it, I think that movie deserves its own show. Uh, I also got to see that as well and enjoyed it. Can't wait for the sequel. And I also got to see the polarizing movie. Uh, man, Omar Epps and Nia Long. Uh, shit, what's it called again? <laughs> Fatal Fair. Fatal Fair. I'm going to see that today. I have yet to see it, but I heard the comments, and a lot of I heard was kind of like, "Did Tyler Perry direct this?" Oh, and I'm kind of like, "Look, y'all know what y'all get when y'all get these, right?" And it's not just a black drama thing that's been like you know the wave like the past what five years. I realize how long it's been like that. Maybe when 10. did that Idris Elba Taraji Henson movie come out? 
oh man, that was like 2010. Oh, let me see. No, I ain't, ain't that. I, I think it's more recent than that. Hold on, I'm about to see. I wouldn't say but past, but like, somewhere no earlier than 2014, 2015. But I want let's check it out because now you got me wondering. Um, here we go, filmography that came out. When did that come out? Uh, da, da, da. I'm going through her things. Hmm. I know it's there. Uh, <laughs> Think like a man, no good deed. Hidden figures, acrimony. Why is it? It's weird. I'll see her filmography on. Hold on. Let me look at Idris Elba's because I don't even see it on hers. And that's weird. Um, it came out. Film. Da, 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 da. Where in the world is Okay. <laughs> Do they not want that movie up in there? <laughs> it's like, what the hell? They don't want to talk about that movie. Yeah, I gotta click on his filmography. So let's see. Um when, no good thing. I cannot find that movie. Hold on, I'm about to find it right now. I looked at her it came, I looked at her filmography. I okay. So Obsessed, we'll just take Obsessed right now. That came out in two thousand and nine and two thousand uh twenty fourteen. Okay. No good deed. 2014. Yeah. No good deed. I found it. So, wow. Since 2014, we've been in these type of movies based like, you know, the white thrillers and that and the black cast. Right. And it's kind of like, you know, that's been the wave more or less. And it's fun. Like, you know, you've seen, like, it seemed like it's, you can tell the quality of the movie based on the cast. Like, if you get Taraji Henson and Idris Elba, you're going to reach a certain level. If you got Sana Lathan in it, you're going to reach a different level. Um, but it's like, I've seen two with Morris Chestnut. I've seen two of Michael Ely. One when he was when he was the hero and one when he was the villain. I've seen Making Good pop up. I've seen Regina King pop up. It's kind of like, that's the thing. That's the thing. So I saw this one like on Netflix. And I'm like, okay, it's Neil Long. It's Omar Epps. Mm-hmm. You add that plus Netflix, you won't get what you get. I haven't watched it yet, so I can't comment. I've seen Twitter comment on it, make the little jokes, and I'm kind of like, you know, not only the whole black thing, but the Netflix thing, because what's the one? It was one with like Brenda Song or somebody where she got hit by a car. She's in a wheelchair by her husband that would leave other than her husband. That shit was goofy as hell. Did it make any <laughs> sense? No. Was it fun? Yeah. Would I have been mad if I went to the movie theater and watched it? Yes. Am I glad I watched that Netflix? Also, yes. Okay. So as someone who has watched it, I'm going to tell you this. If you saw the preview, you're getting exactly what you're getting exactly what that preview showed you. Exactly. And it's on Netflix. So I don't understand. Well, I'm not going to say I understand because everybody sees things different. I just think it's a lot of bashing on the movie that we've seen. Everybody's like, oh, it's the same old movie. You saw what you was gonna get. I mean, we've been seeing. I mean, it's like we've been doing that. I could have said that, like with Ashley's just career. 
Well, How many times she kept doing the same old movie in the nineties? <laughs> a lot. It's like either go, either you business either swap out, either have Morgan Freeman in it, you have Samuel Jackson in it, in it or you have Tommy Lee Jones in it. But it seemed like you go through IMDb to the nineties, it seemed like she made the same movie about four or five times. And it, like it is what it is. Like it's it's hard to do these romantic thrillers and make them new, considering how long we've been doing it since. I, mean, I can't count the probably what the sixties, seventies, mm-hmm. but definitely the eight, like definitely the eighties. It was a thing. It was a big thing in the nineties. Yep. Like it was a thing from like nineties to the like the comic book era, like the early two thousand, and it kind of faded away. And then it came back with black people. That's basically what brought it back. Around 2011, 2012, it's like, okay, let's do them. Let's make them lower budget and let's have black people in it. Instead of having Ashley Judd, let's have Beyonce in it. Mm-hmm. Instead of having you know, instead of having J-Lo or Angelina Jolie, let's have Megan Good in it. <laughs> so, yeah, it's for us. I'm cool with it. You get in, like you said, it's Netflix. Exactly, and I and I thought for what the script was and what the direction in the movie was, uh, Nia Long and Omar Epps did a great job with it. Is it a great movie? Uh, it's okay. You've seen this movie a plenty of times, but the performances I thought were pretty good. So that's my. Remember, take. We, asked about, remember we asked about what happened to Nia Long. She's on um, NCIS Los Angeles. Oh wow, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. So I was looking through the. So I was looking through how long that show been. That show been on a long time. Oh, so she's been on a low, yeah, low. I think she kind of joined there recently. Like, yeah. Uh, so that's what she's been doing. What else did I watch? Um, it was something I watched. I can't remember. Oh, we watched P. Uh, we saw episode two of P Valley. Oh, I didn't watch it. Yet. I didn't watch it. I start, I I watched episode one and I forgot about two. I'm gonna watch it today. Oh, cause you want? I got a story about that. Cause I'm watching it. And I'm looking through the credits, and it is like Isaiah Washington. And I'm like, hold on. What? Not that Isaiah Washington. Yeah, he shows up to like the mayor. And I'm like, what in the world? And I made a mistake of tweeting like Isaiah Washington made a frowny face. And guess who tweeted back and made some little smart ass comment? Isaiah Washington. Isaiah Washington. (laughs) What'd he say? (sighs) Something like, yeah, I'm sure in there, sweetie. Can't wait to see you. Like something real just. Snarky. Oh, yeah. I'm like, did this man just bandy search? Because I didn't, I didn't tag him. Oh, like, this man just bandy search his name. He absolutely did. He wanted to see how many people were talking about him on the show. And I'm like, I hadn't thought about him since we did Exit Wounds. Well, shit. <laughs> since he wanted vanity search, we should have got him on the show. Let's talk about. <laughs> uh, how about how about no? Oh yeah, that wouldn't end well. Um. I don't think I watched anything else. I know I've been watching a lot of Office. I finally watched the first episode of P Valley, which I I thoroughly enjoyed. I liked the uh, I liked the cast. The major you can tell who the, I mean the major players of the show so far. And but Mercedes' mom, my God, I know we talk about scammers and we joke about it a lot. But if it if that ain't a, <laughs> if that ain't an ultra scammer, I've never seen. <laughs> Oh my God! So, spoiler alert for anybody who uh, hasn't watched it yet. You might want to forward this or whatever. But so at the end, we got 
Mercedes had her Sunday night. That's her big night because usually Sundays is a slow night at the uh, strip club. If you go to the strip clubs, you'll know that. But people come out and check out her. So I guess apparently her mama knew or had an idea. So she's leaving out that night with, what, two bags? Two bags of money? Well, it, was, it was supposed to be her last day. Or yeah, like yeah, her yeah going I forgot away about thing. that. Her last so day. That was a big part of it. And her mama came preaching and talking about God and started crying. And you thinking like, oh, man, her mom's, you know, really don't want her in this life. And she was like, mom, I can't give you, uh, I can't give my soul up to God or whatever right now, but I can give you this money. And her mother immediately stops crying and walks away the money. And I'm like, oh, she a hustler. She a hustler, hustler. And I was just like shocked because you've seen that in, in movies and TV, but I can't think to the, you know, where they show it to that extent. Like somebody just like preaching, like crying out for you and praying for your soul and stuff like that. And then it's like, oh, I got no money, so I'm good now. I was like, damn. And she knew it. She knew it. But it was like, it's my mom. No, but even her mom's like just talking down to her and all types of shit. But as long as the money coming in, I guess her mom is like, yeah, I don't like this shit, but yeah, whatever. You're shaking your ass in the house of sin. And she like, you weren't complaining when I was doing that at the lemonade stand for the roof is fun. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Man, yeah. It's showing a dynamic that's not really shown on TV because like it's stuff we kind of grew up around, grew up with. But that's one of those, if you know, you know, and not everybody know. And yeah. this is a show about black women written and directed by black women. And you can tell, because you can tell by the dialogue that, you know, yeah, a black person wrote this. Yeah, you won't lie about that. Once I start watching and hearing, like, the the dialogue between them each other, especially when the girl, when she was saying, talking about her hair, and she was like, girl, I ain't that, but what's he said, Brazilian, uh, Brazilian something. And I was like, oh shit. Like a Brazilian, so what? I'm, I'm half, I'm, in, I got Indian in my family. I'm like, good lord. Every time I hear somebody say that, I just think of James O. Jones and Conan. Oh boy. That <laughs> That's the first picture popped in my head. That's how they sound like, no, you don't. Like, shut, like, shut up. That picture is uh, top notch, but you always use it. Yeah. Um, but that's oh, it's some it's something else I did see, but I can't think of. But um, it was something I was watching Batman Returns for some reason because they was running it back. Okay, he was beating the shit out of Catwoman. I'm sorry. I'm gonna say what y'all want. That man isn't his isn't his cow like you know Kevlar reinforced, so he don't take like you know a, a gunshot to the dome. Uh, yeah, it's supposed to be. Yeah. I guess what so. Keep that in mind when he headbutting the shit out of her. <laughs> so we got connection and choke slam. Like, good lord, he ain't forget this. I'm holding. I'm sorry, I hit you because you a woman. That shit lasted two seconds. After that, he like, nah, I can catch these hands. Uh, and I was just laughing, thinking about that. Oh, I know what I was watching. I watched John. I was bored. Monday, as you can tell by my tweets. So I threw in John Wick after Ninja Scroll went off just to see. And eventually we'll talk about those movies. One of the biggest advantages that movie is, is the cast. It's not full of stars, but it's full of like credible actors. And it's like 
I can name like eight or nine people where it's like, you know, it's by somebody that you've seen in something or that you heard of that you enjoy in something. It's kind of like that's one of the secrets Michael Bay learned a long time ago. I could take the silliest movie in the world. But if I throw in enough talent and they take it seriously and they talent it, it works. And you look at John Wick and you got John Leguizamo. He's in there for, what, two minutes? Mm-hmm. He shows up. Lance Reddick's in there. Ian McShane's in there. Will of the Foes in there. Adrian Plick is in there. Alfie Allen, right when Game of Thrones is on, is in there. The, the, the Mayhem dude, Dean Winters, is in there. The, you know, one of the stuntmen from the Matrix. He's like, I can name like eight or nine people. It's like, oh, I know him. I know Lance Reddick from The Wire. I know Clark Peters from The Wire. They might be in there in 30, 45 seconds. I've seen that face. I've seen that name. And it's kind of like, it's just a universe where you've seen all these people, you know they're good, and then Keanu just do Keanu things. And that's one of the keys. It's like taking talented people, surrounding them with talent, and maximizing what you have as much as possible. And I always say, once John Wick came out, you didn't have, you can't do shitty action anymore on a small budget that went out the window. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will agree with you on that. And you just named the cast. I forgot. I mean, I've seen the movie, you know, plenty of times, but I always forget that William Defoe is in the movie. Like even when I watch that, Oh yeah. William Defoe is in this movie yeah. and playing a sizable part. Yeah. Like, he's one of the main people in the movie. And it's like, you know, Bridget Moynihan is the main, you know, one of the main motivations for him, even though she only shows up on a damn phone. They could have got anybody. They could have got anybody to play that role, and they got her, and she doesn't need to do anything. But she's, you know, she's his motivation. And it's one. It's kind of like you see a Daily Nation how action movies used to look a certain way. Mm-hmm. Then the Matrix changed some stuff. Then the Raid and Dread changed some other stuff on the low end. Then Fast and the Furious changed stuff on the high end, and then John Wick came. So if you're not doing action like the raid, like martial arts, and if you're not doing low-end action on a budget like John Wick, and you can't do high-end action like Mission Impossible, Fast and Furious, and you're not a comic movie, you shit out of luck. Like, don't, don't even bother. And you can tell, like, why the old garden extraction works? They got talent behind it, and they got money behind it. You watch some old, like you know. I couldn't. I tried to watch Charlie's Angels. That shit's trash. <sighs> I mean, not and it's not his fault, but it's kind of like I, it worked until you seen something like you seen something better. You like, nah, this shit don't work no more. It, okay, so I had to sit. I sat with my wife and watched that, and the beginning. It's fine. And somewhere from like that first act, the opening, I should say the opening is fine. But somewhere in that first act, it goes down. And it and it, when it goes down, it just keeps going down. So when you get to the second act, it's just like it's flat. And it tries to go back, pick it back up in the third act. And it's just like, yeah, these scenes aren't what I'm, you know, I've seen better scenes. Or I've seen it done better here. Atomic Blonde or old guard i've seen it done better now it's just like yeah nice try yeah like once you've seen excellent on a varying degrees of budget it's hard to go back to decent 
Like that's the hardest thing with like comic movies. If you don't have nostalgia, um, anything pre two thousand, what six or no anything pre two thousand like Batman anything before Batman Begins. If you didn't grow up on it, it is kind of it is hard to watch. But with the exception like Blade and, and maybe Spider Man, if you like Spider Man, everything else is like making a face. Like, you know, the first Punisher, Ghost Rider, Daredevil, Fantastic Four, you like. I got a soft spot for Ghost Rider. I don't know why. I just, I can enjoy that movie. But she's like, yeah, I, I already know why. Her name is Eva Mendez. <laughs> Beyond Eva Mendez. <laughs> I thought it had some good things about it. Though. Oh, is that your, isn't Sam Elliott in that movie? Oh, yeah, he is in that movie. Oh, okay. Cut <laughs> it out, man. Uh, one more thing I want to talk about before we get into the movie, because I know if you want to hear Ninja Scroll, you're going to sound listen to this shit. But I did watch the movie Palm Springs on Hulu. Don't ask me why. I was at work. I said, you know, it's been a while since I watched a rom-com. Why not? Um, I really enjoyed the movie. And it's pretty much... Your Groundhog Day movie, if you ever seen Groundhog Day, it's similar to that, uh, where you know, you're just repeating the day over and over again. But they did it in a really cool way, um, involving you know, somebody else in a relationship and how these people get to grow to love each other. Going through the same day, the trials and tribulations and trying to um correct the things that they did wrong uh prior to that day. And um, something that really stuck out to me is the guy, uh, what's his name, Andy Sandberg. He, the way they positioned it was when the movie starts, we don't know how long he's been there, and he's been in it so long, he doesn't even realize how long the loop been going now. So he's like whatever to everything, like he knows everything that's gonna happen or whatever. So we jump right into it, like it ain't no, well let's set it up and hear repeat, repeat. No, he's already been repeating it day countless times but anyway it's a fun movie to watch i went 30 minutes it's easier watch um you could watch it if you got time or whatever and i'm not really an andy sandberg fan but i did enjoy this movie that he was in and maybe it was the cast because even jk simmons is in the movie now that threw me off i was like oh shit he's in this movie so yeah nice little movie palm springs on hulu check it out i have heard of this movie seem like something you're will based because you like that hipster stuff Caucasian thing. <laughs> they have to worry about poverty or racism so they can make up time traveling. Listen, and all man, that shit. Can, can, can I enjoy P Valley and also enjoy Palm Springs too? Is that is that okay? <laughs> no, I just laughed at Dichotomy. P Valley's story about, you know, women that's broke trying to overcome themselves out the hood and try to make it and everything like that. And Palm Springs, like, oh, it's Groundhog Day. Dude from Brooklyn Nine Nine. I always make the joke with Jeremy, and I made the joke with you. Is that the you know when when we do movies, we do it from like life experience and everything like that, and like how how we're growing up. And when white men do movies, they gotta make up shit because <laughs> like they like I don't I don't have a real struggle. So let me talk about how rain is making me sad. <laughs> oh, I know what it was. Why watch? And we can it can lead them to school. Gone Baby Gone was on. Gone Baby Gone. And gone, what is that? It's directed by Ben Affleck. It's starring Casey Affleck, Ed Harris, Morgan Freeman, Michelle Moynihan. 
he's like um, Casey Affleck's hired by like his cousin to investigate like a missing girl. And I, you know, Ben Affleck directed that's one of his first movies. Like when he making a comeback, like oh, he got some skills, some talent. That's kind of started like Ben Affleck's like you know comeback, so to speak. And I watched it, and it's one of those movies where you don't think at the end you realize maybe you shouldn't have been rooting for the good guy. I've never seen it. Because it's I would just say it's a situation where he's doing technically the right thing, even though everyone's telling him that it probably won't work out well, and he realizes it's not going to probably work out well, but he does it anyway because it's like. I got to do what I got to do because I couldn't live myself to help. It's the smart thing or the right thing or, you know, the prudent thing. And it's one of those, you know, sometimes heroes ain't heroes. You know, you might do a good thing and it might turn out bad. And you know it's bad, but you do it anyway because you're a principal. Okay, I might have to check that out then because I've never. That was the one that um, Casey won an uh, Oscar or he was nominated for an Oscar for. He was nominated for what's the assassination of Jesse James. Oh, okay. I thought he was a nominee for that. No, he's well, he's had his own issues, so we won't give him his flowers, so to speak. But he's good in that. I'll say that. And this one of those movies has a good cast. Um, definitely some Boston in it. Oh boy. I just <laughs> I just watched the town again uh a couple I think a, a couple of days ago. But I mean everybody's seen that, so I hope everybody's seen it before. So yeah, more Boston in my life. I see. <laughs> I always laugh at that movie in the flash. You think you, just, you say you're a fancy child stand with a gun? He said, "Oh man, the face." Then he talked that shit about what he did to his mom. <sighs> like, like I'm gonna clip your nuts. Like I did your daddy's. <laughs> Called his mom a suicide doper that wasn't coming home. If this a heaven son, she ain't in it. He can't do shit. Man, some old man with some bro scissors just talk about, yeah, I made you, I made your mom hang yourself. What you gonna do about it? Yo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man, it was wild. And, and, and if you don't do what I ask, I'm gonna do the same thing to your girlfriend. Shit. So, you know, talk no, my I, shit. No, that's one of my favorite. Matter of fact, I'm inspired to maybe watch that today or tomorrow because I haven't seen it in a while. I went to the movie theater. I'm like, yeah, this is some good shit. And Jimmy Renner oh, is just an angry ass Boston dude. And Blake Lively is like, a eight, that's a crackhead. Yeah. That's basically what she is. Nothing's gonna be the uh, yeah I, I yeah that may be a movie we may have to do one day um but yeah now let's get to what uh y'all want to hear us talk about this week and we are talking about Ninja Scroll uh Shahid what made you pick this movie this week because it is one of the movies that got me in the anime because I watched it when I was at Hampton University the summer nineteen ninety six and one of the RAs was one of those cool RAs where he had the PlayStation, the Sega Saturn, and the movies. So we was over his crib, and he had Virtua Fighter 2, he had Tekken 2, with no memory card, by the way. Ooh, so rough. playing Tekken 2 with no memory card, that means all the hidden characters, you gotta uh, beat the game six times if you want to use somebody. That's how you used to roll back then. So, and the movies he had, he had three anime movies. He had Street Fighter 2, which we've done. Classic. He had Wicked City, which we will probably never do. 
And he had Ninja Scroll. And it's funny, I watched Ninja Scroll and I was like, oh, so this is what they talk about this anime shit. Because before <laughs> then, the only thing I heard, I thought of anime, I thought like Dragon Ball Z. Right. And maybe Ronin Warriors, if that count, because they used to come on, they used to come on TV too, like on weekdays. Mm-hmm. And it was like beyond that, I was like, oh, it's kind of like a certain level. Everybody's screaming and shouting, use laser beams. And then you see Ninja Scroll like, oh, this is some kind of grown up shit going on and I watched it and I think I watched it like five or six times and then I got the VHS tape myself and then I got the DVD and then I think I had the Blu-ray I'm not sure but no but like whenever it's come out I've gotten it and I've watched it plenty of times and out of all the movies we've done I probably didn't have to watch this yesterday to be honest to recap this well Shit, I did. Because <laughs> I forgot a ton. And um, I'm kind of glad you did pick this movie because it just made me remember how much I love this movie. And, you know, in my early 20s, I was just like, I watched it a lot. And I think if I remember right, somebody gave me a dub of it. And I'm talking about setting up the VCR to record, tone another VCR. <laughs> it gave me the tape. So... It's not as clear as their tape, but it's clear enough that I, you know, ice for me and I enjoyed it. I it's probably somewhere still in Virginia. I don't know in my uh, tape chest, but yeah, uh, this is one of the movies that got me into that anime culture and stuff like that. I wasn't in, but I would see things like Dragon Ball Z, then this, and then you know, you got your Ghost and Shell. All those the classic ones were the ones I saw first before I start just going out on my own finding other new shit. Yeah, well, like I say, Wikipedia talks about like basically the big three that inspire like adult anime outside Japan, basically Ninja Scroll, Ghost of the Ghost in the Shell, and Akira. And Wachowski said, you know, Ninja Scroll is one of the inspiration for the Matrix. And it's funny, out of the three, like Ghost of the Shell, I've never seen the anime. I've heard of it. The only thing I saw was that trash ass movie with Scarlett Johansson, which is horrible. Ugh. Watch the anime whenever you get a chance. Uh, I'm, yeah. Akira I watched, and it was like, maybe I had to watch this when it come out. I'm like, this shit is boring. <laughs> Can I tell you something? I'm going to be honest with you. I've never seen Akira before. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I I had it. I'm like, all right. Because it's one of those where it's like, it's a classic. Let me go ahead and watch it. And I watched it. I'm like, that's it, huh? But I guess I felt like how a 20-year-old would feel if they listen to, like, you know, Reasonable Doubt. <laughs> like, now. <laughs> You're like, oh. This is this what y'all grew up on, huh? Okay. And it's kind of like, gotta take that into account because I would guess Street Fighter 2 was state-of-the-art 1993. But if you pop that in for the first time in 2020 and the last thing you was playing was, like, you know, Mortal Kombat, the newest one that came out, you'd be like, huh? Oh, all right. Make that, that face like, oh, okay, I guess. And that's how I felt with Akira. And like I say, some about nostalgia. If you don't grow up on this, if nostalgia is not pushing your thing, a lot of old stuff doesn't hold up. And it just is what it is. So that's not me criticizing Akira or Ghost in the Shell. It's just kind of like, I saw Ninja Scroll at a certain age 
and for me, Ninja Scroll holds up. And it's one of the few animes where I prefer in English and Japanese, even though the translation is not pinpoint. Because if you, I've watched it English, I watched it Japanese with English subtitles, and I watched it with English with English subtitles. The subtitles doesn't match the English. Um, I'm the, and you know, I'm gonna be honest with you. I with um with Ninja Scroll, I thought I saw this dub before, but I'm I haven't. I've never seen it dubbed, so I don't even know how it sounds dubbed. I prefer it dubbed, and only and we've talked about it only because I saw it dubbed first, and I always say you know your mind has a way of like accepting what you hear first. So even if you hear something better, you may not like it. Like Metal Gear Solid, the original, mm-hmm. love it. When they did Twin Snakes and they changed the voices, <laughs> like no, I'm like yeah, we don't want Mei Ling to sound stereotypically Chinese. We don't want Naomi to sound stereotypically British. I'm like no, bring bring those voices back because now they sound boring. And like Ninja Scroll is kind of like I watched the English first, and the English voices were good enough where it wasn't an issue. So you watch it dubbed. It's I can watch it dubbed. It's not unwatchable. It's just the like certain things are translated. The English translation is different than the dub. Not enough to wreck the movie, but enough like you know this here and there that is some stuff that changes. Now I want to see. Now I want to see it uh, dubbed now just to see the difference. Huh. Oh, and Jube is way more of a smart ass in the English one. <laughs> I can only imagine because he was a smart ass sub. So <laughs> my man Jube is like kind of like just a stereotypical hero. You know, I used to have an important job. Now I'm just rolling through the hood, take a job here and there, just chilling, eating my apple with my sword. Just you know, I'm Robin Hood basically. Yep. Let me be. Well, there you got. It. That's the <laughs> we've already established what the movie is about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, it's a wander, a wander samurai minding his business gets you know assigned to a job he doesn't want by a secret government spy to find some hidden gold and stop the eight devils of Kimon. That's working with the Tokugawa show, you know, Tokugawa shogun it versus the Toyotomis, and it's kind of like. I read enough Japanese history to know that time frame and a lot of video games and movies stick around that time frame. Like, you know, Toyotomi, like Oda Nobunaga and Toyotomi Tokugawa because it's kind of like, a lot of shit happened back then. It's kind of like their, you know, their version of the Civil War, like trying to unify the country under one rule because like Japan was beefing. And it's an era where it's like, you know, it's easy to make a game because there's a lot of stuff and there's a lot of like, you know, historical characters that you can embellish and flourish out. Because even like a lot of samurai games, like Nioh is that era. Part one and part two is around that era. That's one of my favorite games on PlayStation. And for whatever reason, I always kind of grab some nerd shit. I always gravitate to that era. And when that, <laughs> I know what it was. You remember you remember the uh, miniseries Shogun? Yeah. Yeah. So it deals with that era. Right. And I remember watching the miniseries and I was like, oh, it's all right. And I remember reading the book. And that book like 700 pages. And I'm like, this is an awesome ass book. And then they made, and then I started reading more and more stuff about it. I ain't become one of those, you know, 
Japanophiles, but it's kind of like I could have I could have easily went there because it's very interesting doing that. So, so you ain't out here on your Lupe and the samurai get up and swords. No, I'm not walking around walking to H E P with a. I own a sword, but I don't walk around with it. Let's put it to you that way. Oh, you really are the boss. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> We're gonna leave that be. Yeah. So so um so anyway so that's the whole plot of the movie you know. Movie stars Jude Bader's walking on bridge with his apple just chilling. And then you get jumped by these three these three bandits. And one of them's hilarious because you find out he like four foot nine. <laughs> but he got like wooden stilts. See, short man can't even get a break. It's like this man gotta pretend to be six foot one to get some respect. Man, if he don't get his ass out of there. Getting mad, talking about, you know. Over some sword that they stole, they trying to, you know, some some they stole a sword from a clan. He stopped them, and he's like, "Nah, that sword's worth a lot of money. Can't go back empty-handed." Like, all right, you want, you want some of this apple? <laughs> so he easily handed him. The the one dude jumps out the fake, you know. You think it's like this imposing samurai dude, and he, like I said, he's a, a, basically a dwarf. Even his voice changed because he goes, well, thanks to you, I can't go back empty-handed. So that she can be like, like his whole octave changed. Like as soon as he lose the height, it's like he started talking like Kevin Hart. <laughs> yeah, they even yeah they did that with the sub too, where he was like really deep, and then when he got shot, <laughs> called out, his voice got all high. Jube is like it's a poor small clan, you know. They only yeah, they gave me a hundred pieces of gold. That's all they can afford. You trying to swindle these people? You asking too much? You a damn fool. And that and he basically showed you know, I'm hot, so I got principles. Yeah, like I, I only I only take enough. I, I ain't out here trying to be greedy. And I don't need to rob these folks. Talking about oh, look at a storm coming. He just running. He won't stop the rain. Then the credits hit. Ninja scroll. So within basically a minute, you establish, you know, Jubei's our hero. He's, you know, he got a sense of humor. He got hands. He got morals. Right. Yeah. That's all it takes. What, first five minutes? It didn't take five minutes, like oh, two? Oh, two minutes. Yeah. And then it's raining. You see these eight people on horses and you don't know who they are, what they, you know, what they about. And they zoom in on one. I'm like, all right, how important are they? And then they the aftermath of the rain, these two people are talking about, oh, shit, my wife went into labor. He's like, oh, it's your seventh? Nah, my ninth. He's like, you must like your wife a lot. Nine kids in that area of Japan? Good grief. Right, it's having a good time. Getting them yams, as, as you say. <laughs> and then next thing, next thing you see is like, oh, was this little girl, you don't know what's going on. And she like, oh, what's wrong with it? She's from such and such village. And you don't realize she's being controlled by one of the eight devils in the shadows. She's like, oh, it's a plague. They all dead. It's coming to you. And then the dude drops it. He's like, oh, shit. Got the Rona. Time to bounce. So that's basically set up for them to move out to the village so they can later on take the gold that's there. They, they want to have a reason. So instead of just killing them and having a whole bunch of unwanted suspicion, let's pretend it's a plague. Smart. 
Smart play? Yeah, real smart. So nearby, one of the um, local daimyos get told by a ninja lead to something going on in this village. And dude, like, trying to tell me some some people just come around spreading virus from where they go. Don't waste my time. Like, all right. He absolutely would not wear a mask right there. <laughs> He's like, all right, I just want to tell you. He's like, all right, I changed my mind. What? He went from this story is nonsense. Don't even waste my time to on second thought. Maybe we need to check it out. Hold on, cuz. Let me get that mask. Let me put the mask on real quick. <laughs> I just went on cdc.gov. They updated their website. So go check it out. Oh, if you get exposed, you know what to do, right? <laughs> With the quickness. So anyway, that happens. They're talking about how they're going, you know, investigate the village. Somebody found eight. It should be light work. And all of a sudden, Kagero shows up. You know how she's important? Because the music change. Yeah. I didn't even think about it until you just said it. The music did change when she showed up. Mm-hmm. They like they all staring like, oh, Kagero. She's like, oh, y'all about to leave without me? And he like, got a job for the poison taster. She's like, boss ain't even here. So I don't even need it. So I'm part of the squad. And Hans are like, oh, it might be, you know, it might be dangerous. So I'm trying to protect him. So you feel like he got some feelings. And she ain't trying to hear all that shit. <laughs> Talking about, you know, you think you're just going to go out there by yourself? You know how you know she's serious? She cut her damn hair off. Yo, she is not a, she is really here to work. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, you know, that's basically equivalent to getting the Vaseline out. <laughs> And if you know, you know. Yeah, if you know, you know. <laughs> so they out there investigating old dude talking trash, talking about, oh, look at Kigero, all beautiful. That's why it's so tragic. She must hate it. You don't, you don't know what they're talking about, but it must be something going on because homie's like, all right, shut up. Do all that gossiping. Go see what's going on. He's staring out Kigero all like, oh. Like this stare, like sadness, like he loves her, but can't be close. She looking like, what, you going to say something? Like, nope. Yeah. So you get a little hints and clues about Kagero, but you don't really know what's going on. It's kind of like, okay, she a poison taster. What does that mean? It's like, oh, taste the food. Make sure they don't get, you know, it's not poison so they don't kill that. <laughs> that must have been a sucky job. Yo. And you can't get no, um, uh, you know, you can't get your rocks off. Oof. I mean, you can, but you're going to kill motherfuckers. Dude. I mean, that wouldn't stop Gambit. You know that. <laughs> he don't give a shit. Let, let me just put the tip in, Cheryl. <laughs> Good Lord. I just, I was just thinking on the side note, Gambit was out there just har- sexy harassing <laughs> rogue on every day. Every day. Every day. She would be like, leave me alone. Nah, he won't try to I hit. I might kill you. Oh, don't worry. I bounce back quick more than me. <laughs> like he's this goddamn trench coat pervert. No wonder they ain't trust him. But anyway, back to Noodle Scroll. They find one of the dudes on the tree. Like, what you sleep? That's probably how you be at work. Like, you on the clock? What you doing? Yeah, I close the door and do that shit. Lock the door too. Mm-hmm. Realize he dead, and then all of a sudden, once somebody get electrocuted. You don't know who it is. It's some dude looking, you know, got a little, he got his silk socks on, got his nice kimono out. 
Oh, he flaw. He, he, he flossy out here. The real floss. He way we way past Gabby version of rating. The one you hate. Oh, <laughs> I did that on purpose too. Yeah. Let's keep this going because you uh, that just irritated me. And then all of a sudden you just hear this sound and um this double bladed sword just cut through the whoopers, kill like nine people. Quick. And it's like, oh, okay, this is a different type of cartoon. Because up until this part, it's like, okay, it's animated. I mean, it's violent, but not super violent. And then you see people, damn jaws getting chopped off. Yeah, well, this and blood raining everywhere. It's like, oh, so this isn't for kids, huh? Oh, oh boy. <laughs> oh, it starts from there. Yeah. Oh, it, no, this is the, here's the thing. From this point through the rest of the movie, this is not for kids. Absolutely not. You can watch like the first up until they get this part, like you know, any age that's like you know, above the age of eight can kind of watch this and be fine. From this scene to the rest of the movie, is like this is a this is like teenage and up only. So, all these people get murdered, they see some rock monster out there with some green pants on, they got a billion ninja stars. Enough to like kill a damn tree and don't do a thing. <laughs> They're just bouncing off. Some more people kill Hanzo, throw like three up. Okay, so a thousand bounced off, but he think his three gonna make a difference. <laughs> oh. mm-hmm. He like, damn you, like you better take this. And just when Kagero got all the smoke out of nowhere, she like, you know what? I'm coming knife first. Is I don't it- know what she was thinking. But she was like, she tried it. It was almost like, fuck it, if I die, I die. She like, I'm, I'm about that action. Nah, I think it was more to it than that. I mean, yeah, she was about that action, but I think at that point she was just like, fuck I it. Think she, I mean, well, that's not established yet, so we don't know. But everything up up until this point was established is she's about that action. Right. Because she's like, I'm here on the mission. You ain't leaving me. And then she saw her friends die. She jumped all in like, all right. Stars won't work. Maybe a knife will. He bounced her off on his Batman tip. And then he seen her like, oh, she a whole ass snack. Then Hanzo coming in. I'm on. I saw this moving Samurai Showdown. I think it's going to work. That oh. whole jumping slash nonsense. Oh, boy. Tell, tell the people how it is, Jeff. Tell what? Tell the people what? <laughs> what happened to Hanzo after he did this old jumping slash and got caught? Do you remember? I'm trying to remember. <laughs> you know how he went out? He told Kigero, run and tell the chamber what happened while you still can. And what happened to him? He got his arms torn off. Oh, shit, yeah. He pulled his arms off. And then start drinking them. Oh, damn. That's what Mortal Kombat Scorpion Revenge got that from? Damn it. Anyway, go ahead. It come out like 90. 90- movie came out like 93 in Japan so damn sucker still and shit mm-hmm. he like oh, blah, blah. <laughs> just drinking from that's my tear off your arm and start drinking like imagine a I don't want to imagine I'll be dead <laughs> he ain't even dead yet you still hear him moaning like he about to die he ain't dead yet so she out here running and I'm trying to find out the logistics of this cause she's running away away from him he throws the blade again about six trees away 
breaks off the branch. She falls and he catches her. Did he teleport? Uh, I guess we supposed to say he moved fast. That's what that's the only thing I got from him. He's the Flash. Right, I'm making the face. I'm making that Bradley Bill face. <laughs> I ain't got no answer for you. Yeah, I always wonder about that. I'm like, um, logistics of that doesn't work. Well, well okay, so you, but you know, they all they have they have established that they have supernatural powers. Yes, so. they had. You know, beside he's strong as hell. He a rock monster with the rocks with the rock sideburns. <laughs> From the 1998 <laughs> tracksuit rock sideburns he rocking. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, yes, this shows an adult thing. He kidnaps her, takes her to the, the spot, and proceeds to just slob her down like, this is disgusting. Oh, I watched this teenager. I'm like, ugh. He is, man, you ever seen a young child eat a popsicle for the first time? <laughs> this is exactly what it was. <laughs> Just so uncouth. Yeah, she wake up talking about, shut up. And perhaps I'll let you live a bit longer. Don't let it cross your mind. I wouldn't mind raping a dead girl. Pretty much. I, a, a rock monster is about to get nasty. And I'm like, I've never heard Frieza say this on Dragon Ball Z. Never, never, what ever. What is this? And she's like, all right, brother. And she's like, all right, I'm going to take it. She's going to try to stab him in the neck. And he all, and slobber her whole mouth with his mouth. Like, this is disgusting. And then I heard, like, <clears throat> she made us there chilling. Was he, why he eating an apple again? He had like an apple in his head or some shit. And I'm like, so he just happened to find the same spot that Jubilee just happened to be there. He's like, I'm just mine. I'm trying to find where to sleep. And then Jubilee is like, <laughs> dude was like, you know, piss off. Did you see I'm busy? He gave him a chance to leave. He like, tell him to beat it. And Jubilee is like, you know, I'm lost. You know, they close the highway. They're trying to get to Kikio. Can you tell me where to go? Almost get swiped. He's like, oh, my best hat. Fuck that man hat up. He was tight about that. I told you to get out. He turned to a rock monster. Kikero tried to stab him. It was like, oh, had your chance. I'm gonna kill you slowly. And they started talking that shit to Jupe. Like, oh, but you wish you ran now, don't you? You is Jupe afraid? Nope. He's like, nah, I'm just looking at your, you know, your body. It can't be stolen everywhere, can it? Hits him with the Seth Rollins. Right in the goddamn eye. Gear <laughs> one run and it's like yeah it can't make sense his soft or like you know I don't, I don't think you can see out of the rock so that kind of makes sense like his mouth and eyes are going to be the only targets you see so he it established Jubei just not skillful he got common sense yeah and you know when I was I used to always say oh so he's the baddest motherfucker in uh, Japan or whatever and I'm like no he's just smart he, he oh I'm glad you brought that up a secret about this movie, Jubei is like Superman when he's fighting regular people. He get his ass whipped by the devil. <laughs> like, I don't think he, I don't think he win one fight that's fair with maybe at the end. Okay. Everything else is kind of like, I want because of somebody else. I want off a fluke. There's a whole bunch of like, I got lucky. Yeah, I it's got. It's a whole bunch of I got luckies or I just, oh, I shot this three pointer. It bounced off somebody's foot. It just happened to go in. It's, all, it's like two fights that end like that. So it's kind of like Jube is super talented, but he ain't Superman. And also, too, to give him, 
I guess somewhat credit. He was poisoned half the movie, so he wasn't at that, 100%. That is true. But even before he poisoned, we're going to get to this point because yeah, he's running yeah, with yeah. Gerald. Tasai is hated. And all of a sudden you hear, Tasai, you must give it up this time. Oh, 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 two chains out there chilling with his Gucci flip flops. <laughs> His flower, like, nah, we got stuff to do. Tasai, like, man, he's like, nope, we got, we got shit to do. Consider my word, Lord Gamma's order. And Tasai get mad, but you know, he step off. He don't fight back. He don't say no. He just pissed. Like a little kid pouting, but he know he got he got his stuff to do. Mm-hmm. We'll get to him later. So who's, who's still chilling in the cut? Old homie from Samurai Showdown 2. And I always yeah. wonder if they got. I always wonder if they, got, if they saw this like, oh, let's take this character and add him to the game. I didn't even ever think about that shit. Because I saw this and they played Samurai Showdown too. I'm like, that seemed real familiar. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it's like, oh, Kikio's this way. They go their separate ways, and Jubei bounce Kikio being all tough. Like I'm all right now. I'm okay. As soon as he leave, she just break down. Because keep in mind, her whole squad, including like her homie, I don't know if they was dating away like that, died gruesomely. Mm-hmm. She damn near got molested and borderline raped. And all this happened within like, what, 30, 20, 30 minutes? Right. So it's like, yeah, I can't be tough anymore. I just start crying. She weeping. <laughs> and talk about a segue. It go from her crying and weeping to the Chamberlain getting yams. Wow. Wasn't expecting that. <laughs> he, and he got all his clothes on, too. I wasn't expecting that either. Imagine your teenager watching this. He's like, oh, that's sad. All of a sudden, you just doggy style yams. All you hear is the Moaning and, and groaning. <laughs> you hear, and you, and they got the popping sound, too. <laughs> You're like, what is it now? Like, uh, the the team. what happened? We went there and investigated. We got completely annihilated. True, all of them? Who did it? Somebody strongest cuss all I know. He like, oh, because it was useless after all again. And then goes back to fuck. Goes back to stroking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then gives the next mission. Go back to investigate. Find out what's going on. Based on your report, we'll see what to do. Now go. And girl is pissed. He like my whole squad got slaughtered, and you like I'm busy. I mean, he's he like, yeah, I'm busy. <laughs> he is getting them yams though. He's yamtastic in there right there. He ain't got no time for that. He, I would say this: he's multitasking. Ah, that is true. Mission, and he she, she seems like she enjoying herself, but she's doing a good job faking. He is. He, he's operating. With one head and also operating with the other head. So yeah. Oh God, you sound like Damon Wayne's and um, <laughs> you know, the thing. <laughs> uh, it's hilarious. So that's basically what happened. So that's her mission. Jubate is walking down the street with his apple, just chilling. Sees a horse go by. He's like, oh, what's happening? All of a sudden the side show up, punch through a wall, grabs him, and <laughs> Squares up, give him that hand. He's like, nope. And Jubei's still talking trash. I know the way now, so you can leave me alone. 
Talking about his direction from earlier. This is like, nope. <laughs> the way to hell is right here. And just beats the shit out of him. Throws it to a wall. And it's like, ah. And t- at this point, you've seen Jubei do stuff, but you haven't really seen him fight. So you like wonder, like, the scene, like, this ain't, this fight probably ain't going to end well. So he's like, you know, we keep fighting. No one else is going to die. He's like, you know, that's not very really smart. That's the only sensible thing. And then, you know, Jubei got the little wire on his sword and grabs it. And he takes his hat off. And he's like, yeah. You know, you know, one thing about this movie, shit about to go down with the music change. Because mm-hmm. that music start going up, change. And this man throw a sonic boom with his sword. I got. I have a confession. I had. I didn't have any idea what he was doing with his sword till I saw the series, and they actually like showed the, like the um, energy beam. Cause at first I'm like, what is he doing? You know, I'm beyond, I I never saw the series. I don't even think I ever knew anybody who you know had it, so I I could see the series. It came on Cartoon Network. Yeah, but. And I think, no, did it, yeah, it came on Cartoon Network. It came out on, like, DVD later. But keep in mind, this came out in, like, 95. The series came out in 2003. But then wasn't it, like, two series? I thought, it was like, America did one and they did one in Japan. No, they did it in Japan and brought it over in America. Okay. So, anyway, I didn't, I didn't, couldn't realize what he was doing because they didn't show, like, the visual. They just always showed him his, pulling his sword out. And all of a sudden, you see like a like electricity. I'm like, what is going on? Realizing he basically throwing sonic booms with his sword. I think I did pick up on that. I want to yeah. say I did pick up on it when I first saw it, but maybe maybe that initial no, I did, and I'm gonna tell you why because I remember I saw it with my friend and he told me he was like, oh, you know, he throwing something at him. <clears throat> and I was. So that's how I make, go ahead. No, I was just saying that's how I only knew because somebody had sat there with me watching it and told me that, yeah, that's what's happening right now. Yeah, and it, it makes sense. So he does that, and it's like, you know, you see something fall down, tie it all tightened up, the grass and blade, some oh, a very skillful attack. You must realize I can't be touched. He's like, oh, so it seems to side talking trash, then his his hands start falling apart. And you like, what in the world is this going on? <laughs> and you man, like, you all right, boss, you like your skin falling apart. <laughs> and the sides start crumbling. He don't know what's going on. And he loses his mind. He throws the blade again. Jube jumps. And it's funny. It makes sense as a tech now when he's throwing something. Because he throws the, like, the laser beam out again, chops off the side's fingers. So when the blade comes back, he can't grab it. And then he catches the blade square to the face. Got him. <laughs> like screaming all this blood coming out. He grabs you be like he about to choke slam him. Dies. Basically get killed by his own weapon. And you find out later that's poison. And you be like, oof. And then the old little man, like, oh, splendid. Killed him with one blow. What great technique. Of course, you didn't do it by yourself. Well, why, don't you work for, why don't you work for me? <laughs> nah, get out of here. He like, no, that ninja woman, she uses a strange technique. He out here drinking his, his yak. Oh, Doc wants a pervert. 
<laughs> Let's talk about him. So he basically the third member of the team. We find out later he's you know a Tokugawa spy out there investigating what's going on, and he a dirty old man in multiple ways. <sighs> so the size out of there. One one devil down, seven to go. That's a lot. So meanwhile, you know, get a report. You're tomorrow without chilling. He out there on the iPhone. He got a, the whole wire in his mouth. Did you say he on the iPhone? <laughs> that man got a wire in his mouth. He getting perfect cell service like a hundred miles away. <laughs> I'm like, this is, you know, it's like talking, you know, delivery be here three o'clock tomorrow evening. You're talking to some mystery man. You'll know who it is. He got a deep ass voice, so he must be a villain. And then old, old gunpowder girl would come out behind him, and his whole face changed. You know, somebody like you, you don't like them. Mm-hmm. That's how his whole. She like you know, where's the side? Tomorrow, such as such, Benisado King, Yuri Maru. I'm madly in love with you, but you know that, don't you? And he throws off. He's like, I don't need your love. Get out of here. So interest me in the slightest. Go and stand and watch. And he like bitch the fuck off. He like he belongs to the streets. And ain't nothing spiteful like a woman who like you and you don't like them. And you tell them. Cause ooh, she like, oh. All right. It's the way it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have a good rest in Gamma's arms. It's like, oh, okay. So he's gay. And then she, but she keep on going. He's like, oh, you know, Gamma make love to men and women. You know, he knocking down Benisado, right? Ooh. Oh, oh, you didn't know? Oh, oops. And he didn't know because he out there about to start painting and his hands stop when, when he find out. He was cut deep. He, he wasn't expecting to hit no shit like that. And she was laughing her ass. I said, like I say, and a woman can hurt you in ways you don't know. He hurt. He's like, I thought. Mm-hmm. And let's talk about, see, that's Gamma Wild. How are you knocking off multiple members of the team? You can't be doing that. I mean, One or the other. Or if you're going to have some side piece, have somebody else. I mean, he was, he was, he was moving reckless. You don't see Dominic knocking down Letty and Ramsey. <laughs> Come on now. You imagine that group dynamic on the team? Oh, we about to do that. Watch your ass, you bitch. Yeah, you don't want them problems. Uh-huh. Gamma didn't give a damn. So anyway, Benisalo's there. See the, the face print that's a side left. Got you, bay face. She like, yeah, I'm going to see this motherfucker. Put the blade through the mask. You be out there some dirty-ass water with his draws. Taking the teeth out, like just taking a bed. That water brown as hell. Yeah, but he ain't care. You want to feel mean, clean. Look, you gotta get in where you fit in. But what, what they say the Ritz was sold out. See out there chilling. They see this girl, like, oh, what's your destination? Oh, this is vagabond going through here, just moving around, just chilling. She's like, oh, I rec- I see your face somewhere. Thought you, you know, thought I recognized you. And she acting like you know she trying to shoot a shot, and he's like, "Oh, I'm just chilling." <laughs> One thing, people, you may just be chilling. He's like, "Oh, all strangers look alike. I'm just chilling, just you know, minding my business." 
And all of a sudden you get hypnotized. See snakes coming out to me. Oh, it's your face. You killed my homie. You about to die. He out there all caught up. Like he on, like he hit some of that good weed. <laughs> and then all of a sudden the ninja start come out, stabbing the arm. Then he wakes up. She throws the snakes at him. He chops the snakes off. He's like, all right. You know, why don't you try your, your spell shit? And she vanished. Shed a damn skin. That was some nasty shit. I don't know why I find that. That shit just gross. You don't know why you find it gross? Because uh, somebody you thought was a woman just shed her damn skin <laughs> like a snake. That's why you found it gross. <laughs> he got the fuck up out of there and his skin just sitting there like, ugh. And Doc Wan pop back up. Oh, she shed her snake like a skin and got away. <laughs> yeah, it's talking about why don't you come work for me? You know, you know you're on a you know you're on a radar now. You already killed one of them. Leave like, me the nah. fuck alone. That's basically what you like. You already killed, yeah, you already killed one of the eight devils of Kimo. He's like, who? Whatever. I'm just chilling. He's like, I oh, you know, I'm just a government spy. I hire you for a hundred pieces of gold. You help me out. You're like, nah, I'm all right. He's like, oh, that's a shame then. Young man throwing his life away. He's like, yeah, yeah, I mean it. You need to listen. You know that dart hit you with? It's got a poison on it. It won't kill you instantly, but like a day or two, it's going to start. And once it starts, ain't no stopping. Unless I give you the antidote, I know the way. He's like, you bluffing. Two seconds later, he's like, shit, blood. <laughs> Damn. That's, that storyline poison be working quick. That's some WWE shit. <laughs> Oh, shit, I always find that shit funny. I'm like, damn, you knew this shit was going to start fucking me up already? Yeah. And this to show how Doc Wan got brains because he's like, oh, you know, gonna, I need to end Like, no, nah, I only need to do the job. You killed me now. You won't figure it out. So Jubei's smart thing is he grabs the, the dart, try to stab Doc Wan. I went tomorrow. Oh, you need to antidote too. He's like, you stupid fool. <laughs> that ain't the weapon I did you with. I threw that shit, that shit away. Damn. Work like, uh-huh. Yeah. Like, Jube, do him in the damn water. Jube went, so Jube went from being an independent worker to working a nine to five. God damn. That man signed a 360. <laughs> damn it. His mask is gone. He's gonna have to be on tour for two years. Mm-hmm. Threw him in the water. He's like demon. He's like, oh, you know, you lost this time. Live and learn. The um the subtitles like you fools amateur. That's one thing. The subtitles are way harsher than the dub. Yeah, it, from what you explained in it, I guess you watched the dub, so it seems like there was more uh, dialogue with the dub than it was with the um, sub. Like the subtitle makes like you foolish amateur. He's like, oh, my name Doc Wine. Let's be friends. So they out here working together. And they out breaking the story like, oh, you the same Jubei that was, you know, running these streets five years ago. Heard about some gold that got, you know, got snatched up. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know nothing. Like, I don't know nothing. I'm just chilling. Yeah, he likes me. Basically, we'll talk about that shit. Yeah, so basically the whole story is, there's some gold found at this mine. Some retainers found out about it. It's like, keeping that shit. The government found out, uh, the local village found out, talking about we got to tell the government, because the government find out we didn't tell them, they're going to blame us. 
snatch all our stuff. So they sent Jubei there and his team to investigate. And the retainers like, nah, kill each other. Ain't no gold here. What you asked me for. Like Jubei traitor. So that's the whole that's the whole plot of the movie. Like this hit and go that no that people know about. They trying to investigate. And the that was trying to get it. The token guy was sent to spy shop there what's going on. And everybody but Doc Wan died. So it's a flash. It's a basically, you know, he was like, oh, I know you killed the chief retainers, this hero Gamma. And you babe, like, I don't know about Gamma. Like, he, she's already rotten in hell. He's like, don't don't be so sure, boy. You'll meet him soon because he's leading the eight guns come on. <laughs> Jubei shook. Like, what? <laughs> that nigga, that's nuts. He's like, <laughs> and Jubei holds the knee because he's like, oh, I ain't worried about that shit. You talking about that? Like, all right, kill. Oh, hell, all right, kill. Like, nah, he came back for the sequel. Mm-hmm. And Jubei's like, how can you be? I killed him myself. How can he be alive? And it's a flashback with him and his homies talking about, you know, they want to fight each other. It's a trick. And like, she, you know, his homies should kill, like, you know, sorry, Jubei. His word is the law. They out there fighting. You don't see the fight, but you hear a whole bunch of sounds and grunts. You see Jubei there with his sword bloody. Everybody's dead. And then he do his hitman shit. How long that man waiting in the snow, waiting for Gamma to go down the horse? I don't know, but he was had to be there for a while. Just, I know he's going to take this path. And like they had clocks back then. <laughs> but we doing this whole thing. We doing this born invincible time. Like he'll be there when he be here. I'll just be waiting. And all of a sudden he jump out the ground in the snow, chops his head off. He's like, how can Gamma be alive? So they get there. Slow simple ways. They go in simple ways because Doc wants them all. It's this mist sent from heaven to guide us and trips over a rock and rolls down the hill. So he goes his way. He trying to figure out what's going on. And all of a sudden he sees a shadow start moving and a claw shoots out. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, that's basically what happened. Like, what the fuck? But Doc wants know what's happening to the claw get out. All it got was a, you know, a coat and a hat. And dude comes out like, hmm? How on earth he did? He dodged my claw. Like, the fuck? <laughs> like, he shook too. He's like, I, I, he ain't had an exclamation point. He's like, you know, you play Metal Gear Solid, you sneak up on somebody, quick kill. <laughs> he snuck up on somebody and, like, still missed. Meanwhile, Jube in the air <laughs> at the temple. And this old lady sinking. Oh. You see an old monk. I see him, you know. You should have never came here. Now you'll die too. Come to the land of Buddha with me. <laughs> you talking about church scammers. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, you poor soul gonna die. Oh, you see you see this monk? Oh, he'll join Buddha soon with all of us. I'll send them there. What? <laughs> Yo. What's going on? And what's with Juba going on? He had the sword like, hey, you see my homie? Why he put a sword out? I mean, hey, church. hey, you got to stay ready. Oh, you got to stay ready? Just to, <laughs> You want to pass that plate around so you got the blade out? That's how you stay ready? Yeah, I see how you roll. I see how you roll, Jeff. <laughs> I'm just saying. 
You don't roll like Avon. You roll like Marlo, huh? I'm just saying, but man, never know. That time, you know, you can't trust nobody. Stay ready. Yeah, stay ready so you don't have to get ready. He was right, too, because she started spazzing out. And then he's like, oh, shit, more snakes. And then the snakes that's shaped like the size head falls on them. So, meanwhile, old home with the claw is like, oh, he vanished. Strange technique. Hides the shadow. Doc Wan somehow, somehow turned to a goddamn tree. <laughs> oh, I mean turned a tree, not just green camouflage. His whole body like a tree bark, and he got a damn leaf in his mouth. Yeah, he was chilling. Mm-hmm. You're just interesting as well, my friend. I'm like, how the hell he did that? <laughs> so, Ben Asado shows up. Is like, all right, who's here beside you and the monk? It's a hundred of those. We roll deep. She's like, you goddamn liar. <laughs> she made like, all right, it's me, the monk, and somebody else is right behind you. And who shows up? Kagero, out of nowhere. What was she doing there? Oh, investigating. Just like her boss told her why he was getting yams. Someone get rid of snakes. And this heifer has a has one of the snakes bite her. And I always wonder where that snake came. Okay. We gotta get the elephant in the room on anime. Why is it so perverted? Because they perverts. <laughs> and that's the one thing where it's kinda like you can't watch you, you can't watch this in mixed company. Yeah, because basically somebody gonna be like, "What the fuck are you watching?" Why is she like? Why is she got a snake come out of her crotch? <laughs> oh, it's, it's just a story, baby. You gotta pay attention, <laughs> man. They be looking at you like it, it's it's. I ain't never having sex with him. It's super funny because uh, my wife is so into anime now. Like Funimation is her thing now, and the shit she be coming across or her reaction to it. It's just hilarious. So, yeah, you got to have your bias set up. When you get into these animes, you're going to see some crazy shit. Yeah, it's certain ones I don't watch in mixed company. Yeah. And we'll just leave that. Like, certain ones, like, oh, you don't watch Dragon Ball Z, but anything. It's like the most you explain is why Goku a deadbeat dad. Ooh, but you know what's funny now? Have you ever seen that compilation of watching uh, the Dragon Ball when he was a kid and all that crazy shit that was happening? Like, him just being naked and him smacking uh, Bulma on her pussy. It's just like, what? What is happening right now? No, I have not. Because maybe I missed that era of Dragon Ball. I might need to yeah. check that out. That probably explained a lot about y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a, somebody put so, up a compilation of that shit. It was a lot of wild shit Goku was doing when he was a kid. But go ahead. It's, a, it's an amazing YouTube compilation that people just put up with because they just got so much free time. Like, But a lot of nascent filmmakers on YouTube. So anyway... The snake bites, you think all oh, that, you know, poison most deadly. Girl's like, you heard what I said? Get rid of snakes. So she gets rid of them and she starts she's about to interrogate Venezuela. So she gets electrocuted. So keep in mind, Jube was about to die again mm-hmm. until Kigero saved him. And then Venezuela's out of there because you're remarrowing sharing shit. Oh, oh, and let's be clear. The whole thing with Jubei and um, old girl now is like, oh, I owe you, you owe me. It's going back and forth with that shit right now. Yeah. And keep in mind, Ben Asayo, had beat some old, oh, you mean that, that, that guy you found is a part of the government? She's like, I don't know. Why didn't you kill him? Somebody intervened. He's like, I don't want to hear that shit. Get it done. No yeah, excuses. He's like, all right, you don't need to tell me that. If you don't mind, I'll tell Gamma in bed. 
Do you mind? So she already was, they was already like beefing anyway over the man. It was like some some Monica Brandy shit. The boy is mine. And I guess your mom was Monica because Brandy is out of there. Yeah. Because he was like, you know, I tied another rope around your neck, but you was too stupid to see it because you're an idiot. Straight electrocute because it's like, yeah, two two failures in one night's unacceptable. So this shit been happening the same damn night. It's a long ass day. So anyway, two devils are gone. And they run and escaping. And then all of a sudden, you know, Kigero stops. And then, you know, Jube is like, oh, I'm suck the poison out. Oh, she sees something about to suck her damn fly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she hit him with the V trigger with the quickness. Like, what the fuck you doing? <laughs> Stupid. I'm trying to suck the poison out. Like, Venom don't work on me. I'm immune to poisons. So that's what happened. So that's what happened to Silent. He all slobbed her down. He poisoned himself. Yeah. And I mean, mm. you you can start seeing things from that now. You can start picking up on things from here. Arrow basically walking around with a death wish because she like you know nobody can touch me. I'm a poison soul. Blah blah blah. So Doc Wan's like, oh, mom, we all work together. You know, we can all be friends. She's like, I don't need none of y'all. Put your information in my workout. So they rolling together. Doc Wan looking at like he climbed up on such a beautiful creature. Stroking his beard, fucking pervert. <laughs> he like that old man at club. Like, yeah, you know, I got that retirement check, girl. I used to be E nine. <laughs> Them cat daddies. That's like once they hit fifty five, they still got a decent hairline. They the worst. Oh, oh. You know about him, don't you? Because he made that sound. Oh, like, yeah. I work. I work with numerous. Uh, guys like that. Let's just say that they they bless a lot of only only fan sites. So good job I for them. Mean, they had a certain age where they ain't got no student loans or they got disposable income. And yeah, time. I tell you, got back in the game. It's up, girl. This is them young boys. Pay your rent. Yeah, it's it. Oh, yeah, we'll save that for off the air anyway. Where's your Where's your only fans, Kagero? <laughs> Basically. So, yeah. so anyway, Doc Wild breaks down to Gerald's pride. Somebody, you know, you remember the man you thought you killed? It's poisoned by her. So, a tragic creature. <sighs> tiss, tiss, tiss. So, they get to Shimoda. They wonder, you know, it's like, oh, everybody in there poisoned. But they try to sneak in on the water. And Yori Mao power deep. He electrocute the whole damn river. <laughs> Hey. So smart. Kill, killed all the fish, all the seafood, all the starfish. Ain't gonna be no sushi. And they, they trying to gas him up to like your skill. Marvel's L and he like, nah. He just trying to kill Kasai. Don't sleep on him. Go check on there. They like, come on, man. He's like, just indulge me. We got a mission. So he ain't sleeping. He's like, nah, I wanna make sure I wanna see a body. He like Bane. And then who's there? Oh, I heard Benisato died. Good for you. Ah, uh, she twisted the damn knife. She know what's going on. Cause like I told you, 
there's a whole bunch of petty there. So they check there to all nothing but dead fish. So like a squad of four of them. So they're there at the well. Carol takes the water out. They poison the well and say it was a plague. So he's trying to clear out the buildings for the gold. All they got to do is like kill a horse here, poison some water there. That's all it takes. Smart. Mm-hmm. Real smart. And then we get the Metal Gear Solid 3 territory right here. Oh, Magic Hornet come. Like, what's this? Oh, a bee? All right. You saw him. <laughs> Tell the others. Also, a million bees come out of nowhere. Hey, man, how are you going to fight bees? <laughs> that was some scary shit when that happened. Mm-hmm. Kagero all of a sudden is kind of like she shooting rose petals out soaked in Hennessy and I'm like what in the world is going on putting them to sleep so I'm like oh the anesthetic there how hard can I hold them and then she may see them and homie hopping around <laughs> that man up there hopscotching away you know, like you know Distract the bees, he'll kill them. So Jubei get there, tell him about homie, like, oh, you think I escaped in this water mill? Like, I'm ready to throw hands. He's like, all right, before I kill you, I got one question. Is, is Gamma still alive? He's like, why you ask? Because I sent Gamma to hell once already. Well, homie, say, oh, I, I better be careful. I'm like, Gamma, I don't have the power to reincarnate myself. So that's reincarnation. Then they fight. Jump, you know, it's like he stabbed him, think he did something like, oh, mess with the wife's home. So he run and jump in the water, he just swimming. So Kagera out there with her rose petals out, her magic Hennessy rose petals, trying to do this horn. Doc White is talking trash. Keep working. <laughs> you can do it, try hard. What are you doing? Amazing, he's taking too long. Shit. So Jubei out there chilling the water. He's like, you can, you know, we gotta come up sooner or later and get some air and die. Jubei's there chilling the water. And now this scene make more sense. Cause I'm like, how did you know he shot a laser beam from underwater, chopped the tree branch and his leg off? Cause at first I thought he jumped like a dumbass. That's what I was thinking. Like he jumped out the water and went right back down. Like, no. He got sonic booms. <laughs> So he falls in the water, and you hear the commentary because the girl's like, oh, Ninja got hit with a throat needle. Because he's thinking, like, you know, oh, B-Man, Chizo, like, got the drop on him. She's out the throat needle. He blocks it. And then all of a sudden, the bee's stinging, trying to get out. And old blind sword is like, you know, hornets, you know, trying to get out. They sting in his body. Chizo's lost. So Jubei catch him one more time. Chizo dead. Another devil get another devil down. Uh, we get do we get what do we call it? Do we call this luck or do we call this uh skill? This is this was actually skill. This is the first one where like no luck involved. Like he had a Jube had a plan, okay, because he was waiting underwater, he waited for the right spot, he got him. Although the whole wasp underwater thing is kind of like I don't know if he, I mean, maybe I say it's. What's that song? 80% luck, 40% skill, 65% something, something the will. Uh, I know what you're talking about. I can't yeah, get it there. So we'll leave that alone. So now Jubei's wondering, like, 
Gamma reincarnation alive? That's nuts. <laughs> that is abs that is absurd. <laughs> so they out there. Doc Wan's going to fuck to figure out what's going on. And then Chewbacca and Gero arguing. Talking about why you work for him? 100 pieces of gold. That's all. You just work for anybody for money. Yeah. I'm broke. See what I'm doing out here in these streets? I got the money. Like, I got to work for him anyway. Got this poison. I'm dying a day. And she's like, oh, I return to fate. You know, you have to do all that. I want to die at whatever moment. You gotta prove to me you tough. Pretty you much. Sure? Like, damn, what's this? You the WNBA? Pretty much. It, it's it's almost uh she wants to portray this, you know, whole tough act, and he like, man, you ain't gotta put on for me. You sure? <laughs> yeah, damn, I'm sure. <laughs> damn, I wish it'd start raining. Calm your ass down. He out there. Bleh, bleh. She talking about you. What about you? You ain't no position. To talk tough. Out here, put up on yourself. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, they arguing like it's um chairs, like they Sam and Diane. So anyway, he reminisced about when they came. It was raining, so he tried to get up the top of the mountain. And what could your old dumbass do? Oh, how's a? You're alive. Okay. You saw your little boyfriend get his arms just torn off. Mm-hmm. And now the next day he just walking up on this mountain. Hey, baby. You know, how you doing? <laughs> hey, babes. Yeah, she like, what's going on? You don't recognize me? You be like, what the f- Come on, it's a trap. And all of a sudden you start convulsing, sniff some gunpowder, and their old girl's like, I got him. Blows up the whole damn mountain. <laughs> Jubei says on he she talking trash. <laughs> Flesh is burnt, the smithereens, charred scraps. It's like the succulent smell of success. Like she had a damn barbecue. No wonder Yuri Mario wanted that. This this woman crazy. Oh yeah, she's uh insane. And but Jubei ain't, ain't dead because all of you saying that and that was Ninja Scroll. So <laughs> yeah. She's up there on the mountain trying to climb up. And she like, let me go. I'm sorry, it's my fault. He like, shut up. Just come on. Like, stop with all that. Like, she made like enough of this nonsense. So they grab each other. Tell him, oh, you gonna stick with me? He, he starts, you know, kicking a little game. But it seemed like he ain't he just like messing with her. Yeah, because he knew that with with the, the whole facade she was putting on of this tough girl act, he knew it was bullshit. So they climb up, and then who waiting? My favorite devil, the blind swordsman. Because every anime and Japanese martial arts movie got a blind swordsman. He out there chilling. His he clothes clean, just holding both of them with one arm with the sword, just waiting. Tell him I'm I'm long to challenge you. Like, let's throw hands. Let's the sword go. Kagawa's trying to show like she gonna do something. Like, nope. This one mine. They pull out the sword. See, Jubei think he's smart. Like, all right. So he blind. So I'm going to get on here with all these trees. Like, he going to run through a tree like he's Stevie Wonder. <laughs> What's on me say? You lure me in because I was blind. Was that your plan? Like, fuck out of here. I'm about to get fucked up. <laughs> he, was laughing, he was laughing. Like, you think you slick? Like, you think I'm going to run into a goddamn tree? And they running. He dodging all the trees. 
Jubei swiping her twice. You don't even see Judo pull his sword out. All of a sudden, Jubei's sleeve chopped. Mm-hmm. Talking about, you know, you gotta kill me, can't make a sound at all. Jubei talking to Trey. Only sound, the only sound you're gonna hear your voice screaming. Um, no. <laughs> Nothing based on this fight makes me think that's gonna happen. This man is blind, running through trees, hit you so quick you don't even see it. I'm running at top he speed. He ain't running that foot. He ain't just like jogging. He's running at top speed. Chilling. Not even short shortness of breath. So this guy here is gonna be here to the, the branches falling, like one tree fall, so the tree fall, hey go Jubei, like, oh, all right, it's a whole bunch of sound. When the tree hit, he won't hear me. Now Jubei is fighting smart, but this is some psycho shit. <laughs> <laughs> to I'm you, sorry. this to whole you. fight was on some sucking shit. Like, yeah, fuck. I say this: Jupe forget a fair one. He's just trying to win, so I oh. give him credit for that. He is. He's absolutely a notorious big. Mm-hmm. So we out there. So that plan don't work. So you know, Chicho is getting in his ass. Jupe trying to block everything. He out here breathing, and who come in? Fucking Kagero. Almost get swiped. Almost. Mm-hmm. But her coming to a purpose because you be is like, I told you this on mine. And she just turns his sword to blind him. So he blind, but he can see. Maybe he like blind like Stevie Wonder blind. Which means he ain't black. Because we was talking about how Stevie Wonder blind, he'd be asking for front row seats. I'm not entertaining this Stevie Wonder shit. Y'all need to cut that out. I, I don't. My whole thing is. I think it's a, they need to leave him alone. Because they always talk about, you know, he ain't really blind, right? I'm like, it's a joke that's gone too far now. It's always gone too far. I need to leave it alone. And you know, somebody asked, and before we get the story, somebody was like, how do you know if he doesn't, if he's finished wiping his ass? And I'm like, what made y'all think of something like that? I'm sure somebody gets a nice check to do that for him. So yeah. Very superstitious. Make sure it is clean. Y'all gonna leave Stevie alone. <laughs> Look, I'm on I'm on team your side. I think Stevie is slander proof. I'm just letting you know the questions I see. And that's when I never thought about how some blind man know when he done wiping his ass. I'm like, that's what happened when you smoke too much. When you got money and you blind is different. I can't speak for the regular blind people in the world. Oh, the money make his his nose work better. So anyway, he blinded Jupe with the sword, and he ready to chop him down. And here, okay, girl, I'm gonna stand right in front of you with no weapon. What are you doing? Ready to die? She listened to Biggie, see they? <laughs> like get out. So Jupe jump, Suro jumps. He knocks him down. He about to kill him. But you remember that knife? That Kagero had got stuck in a tree. So the blade bounced off the knife and Jubei stabs him. And homie's like, this can't be. So once again, Jubei wins off some fluke shit. So this is like the second time he won because Kagero did something. Uh, what's that thing that um your boy say in Fast and Furious? No matter if it's a mile. <laughs> when it's winning. <laughs> when it is winning. Fuck all that. Yeah, but that's different. It ain't like they racing and then Letty throwing a brick at Brian. Hey, a win is a I win. Mean, shit. By, hey, either by one uh, point or a touchdown. Yeah. yeah. It's a it's a win. 
But they, yeah, that that saying sounds cool. That saying would not work the same if you raise somebody and, like I said, Johan, <laughs> throw a brick at him. But yeah, but the difference was happening, and then he out here winning, winning. I guess if they would be winning, you cheating. But the difference from that is we talking about life or death over here in uh, this movie. Uh-huh. They, were just, they, they were talking about Xboxes and TVs. Yeah. Here's the thing. don't care. He's just trying to win. But he getting pissed. And it's kind of like, you know, this is the second time he lucked out. So homie dead. You're out there meme. It's like, first she all concerned. Is she mean? I gotta, I gotta be tough again. He's like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> trying to kill you. Like, you trying to kill you. So you trying to prove something. And he's like, oh, is it true that whoever sleeps with you dies? She like you'll know if you sleep with me to get that smirk. And he grabbed her like he on his gambit shit. <laughs> but not I don't know what he was trying to think. I guess he was trying to like you know break through this whole shell. She's like, no, you fool. Poison seeping on every part of my body. You know, just touching my lips to kill you. If you did, you dead. Trying to be all tough like this. Why I'm like this? Can't even touch me. He like, it's your heart poison too. And she is hurt. She'd be all right. Uh-huh. She about to stab him in the neck and then stop. And you're like, I hate those who don't value themselves. And then she Ooh. breaks down. Ooh. Do that. Yo, I've heard that said so many ways by so many different people. And just to hear that in that movie was just like, ooh, just brought like, damn. I hate people who don't value themselves. She kind of was like, fuck, you cut me deep, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you'll you'll never you don't know. You'll never know. What you do just walk away. I ain't trying to hit that shit. hmm So anyway, go back to the um Chamberlain. He's like, Sir, here all our men was killed. You need to do something. No. <laughs> we gotta move carefully. We, we run small. We a like, we a mid we a mid level label. <laughs> Basically, like that's how clans like us survive. Like we got chill. And he's like, yeah, but no, you heard what I said. I got the ninja woman checking out. We gonna wait here. So he trying to move smooth. We like, nah, let's let's just hold out. Let's hold on. Don't blow up the budget just on one on one single. Mm-hmm. So. Kigero, by this point, Kigero had passed out because she was all mad. And then she wake up in the apple. He's like, oh, we're going to go this way. We're going to work together. But if you disrespect me again, I'll kill you. And you're like, you better just walk away. To like, I ain't trying to hear that shit. <laughs> all that shit ain't working. Like, that shit might affect other people you talk to, but not me. Mm-hmm. So anyway, they find out where the gold is. They see old oh, Shijima, the dude with the claw. And, this, and then he hops away too after Jubei cuts off his leg because that old set, that shadow Marat shit didn't work. All these people are hopping around. Jubei can't catch him. Because she called, you know, Kagero calls her Ninja Bird. <laughs> <sighs> you know, that should be a thing. Passenger pigeons, messenger pigeons, put on a horse. Mm-hmm. You know how long that would take? I gotta wait like three weeks. Yeah, that's um, yeah. 
let's just thank goodness uh we we move different now <laughs> yeah i was like damn where did your friend move to missouri they might as well move to mars <laughs> i need to get this you uh, a letter you ain't here from like five months what happened i was doing all right then you go there oh you know timmy died he said he was all right that was eight months ago <laughs> I gotta, I gotta send this uh, pigeon on down to Texas to Shahid. Guess and hope the pigeon don't die, <laughs> don't get kidnapped, don't get lost, and just have to find my house. Like what? That's, I missed it. I want to make America great again. What the fuck are y'all talking about? <laughs> that shit sound trash. Boy, ain't nothing about the past sound like anything I want to do. Live a bird. <laughs> You gotta throw a message in a bird, hope it get there, and then wait for a reply. You gotta put a damn wire in your mouth to talk, and that's your cell phone. <laughs> well, you know, your mama died, your daddy died right after that. And, uh, you get that Five shit a year later. You get that shit a year later. Like, yeah. damn, I was about to come for the cookout. <laughs> yeah, the funeral. So anyway, he's you know, he calls the um the Mochizuki clan to investigate because they found what the plan is. And then Kagiro squares up on Doc Wan about what you Doc Wan like, what you plan to do? He got a knife in his back. He's still cool. Some of the man you hired gonna die from poison. You're gonna tell me how to cure Doc Wan. Oh, you love him? You got feelings? And he laughing like Ninja Girl. <laughs> don't tell me you love him. He's like, nope. I'm just repaying the favor. He's like, don't be playing dumb with me. And then she about to she stabs damn hat. Um, and he's like, you know, if you kill me, you won't be able to cure him. She's like, yeah, you won't be able to succeed your mission either. So they stuck. <sighs> so Jube out there chasing, thought he found a homie. And then instead it's like a dead, what was it, like a uh, possum or something? <laughs> I think. I'm not sure. We'll go with yeah. possum. So he threw him off. And then... Whatever Doc Wild told girl, she wasn't feeling it because she out there about to faint. She like, that's the only way to save him. I told you the truth. If you if you love him, you'll do it. And she like, no, no, anything but that. I'll do anything in the world, but not that. Basically, yams. It's gonna be yamtastic. Don't ever say that again. <laughs> yamtastic. So she all shook. And Shizima comes up from behind the shadows and kidnaps her, leaves a message. Talking about, you know, it's like, we got we got the ninja girl. She'll be like, all right, let's go. Doc Wan like a trap. She's probably dead anyway. We got shit to do. He's like, oh, that's how you roll? You know, you, you know better than them. He's like, you damn fool. When you fight a devil, be a devil yourself. You can't win. Doc Wan, like, I'm about the mission. You die, you die. Like Blade and Blade 2. I don't expect everybody to come back. <laughs> right. So, anyway, the Chamberlain gets the message, reads the message, crumbles up the message. You don't know what he's going to do. And then you got Kagero in here in another end of the house. And because it's an anime, we just can't have her kidnapped. She got to get fingered. Man, and your man slobs his fingers down before. Look, he's trying to be a gentleman, so he kind of whatever. And apparently, this served a purpose because she hypnotized. What the fuck ever? Good lord! 
you know, just thinking about this is like, ugh. so he shows up there. Kagero's hypnotized. She out trying to kill Jubei. Like, Kagero, what you trying to do? She moving quick. So Jubei trying to not die from Kagero. And then the bubble dust come back up. <laughs> and then Shizima throw the claw again. And it's like, he like, ninja, you're hard to kill. Woman relieving his pain. So she jabs at him. He catches it with his damn forearm and throws a sword in the shadow. I don't know if it was planned or if it was luck. Is this fluke or skill? Oh, fluke, I guess. So that aim was true. Got him square in the back. But I don't know how he thought. Because he, he didn't throw it. He threw it in a shadow where the claw came out. Just happened to hit him like ninja. Smiling when he dead. Good girl wakes up. And Jubei passes out. I don't know. Another devil gone. Seemed like Jubei won a lot of flute battles. <laughs> you know, his Chris Jericho tip. Babe, just getting by. Just getting by. So she wakes up. He's bandaged. And she's like, oh, think you really was a trap. You can't get me anyway. Why'd you do that? Because you're my comrade. She's like, comrade? We had a lot of battles together. You my, you my homie. Yep. Oh, my God. And, 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 That's and, my brother. That's my friend. I think that, but you know, she always wanted to be looked at as equal. She was always either looked at as, oh, watch out for her, or either like, oh, I want her. So he put her on the same level as him. So it was kind of like, oh. <laughs> a lot of battles before. You're my comrade. Yeah, call a woman your comrade. See how that go. <laughs> well. If she, if she wanted to be more than that, let me rephrase that. She wanted to be more than uh, that. Yes, that's the homie. Hey, anybody single, try that and tell me, tell us how I work out. <laughs> oh, sex that got me something for Valentine's Day. Yeah, that's my comrade. So anyway, he's like, your mission completed. It's the most you can come by then, they ain't coming. So go ahead. She's like, not yet. I got something to do. Like, what are you talking about? I'm going to do this right now. Takes off all her clothes. She out there all vulnerable. You looking at like what? Talking about oh, it was way to carry poison. You know the monk told me how to do it. Kill poison with poison. If you sleep with me, my poison will kill the poison inside you. And he looking. And at first he's like, nah, I don't know about this. And then she like, this look like, please don't reject me. This is so hard to do. And her face is just like she can't be. This is the first time when she can't be tough. She just completely vulnerable. Yeah, because she let her guard down, and he. And yeah. Go ahead. And she's still like protecting herself, like being like the way that she like she being you see her body, but she's still being modest. Yeah. And, and yeah, like I'm open up, but I'm afraid, and he softened up or anything like that. And he grabbed her and you wonder what's gonna happen. He thinks about it, he walks away. Yeah, because he, 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 he I think at that point he was like, I respect and I do love you. And then I don't want it like this for under these circumstances. Goddamn fool. <laughs> yes, honest. He makes I understand why he's doing it. I'm saying I'm just like, you moron. Yeah, because I mean it would have been yeah malicious in there. He should have went went for it. Look, E40. Let's cut this shit out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we miss a we miss a scene because before this, um Yori Mar called in talking about all three are dead. He told the gamma, he's like, you idiot. 
all three are still alive. You're mad to my, my, my killing myself to my weight here. Let's go ahead, take care of your business. And you finally see Gamma like alive. He's like, he rubbing his neck like, oh, I think I see you this soon. Jubei, you wake up, Gamma. He rapes. He got eternal smoke on his man. Because this man on his mind. So, yes, he has feelings for Kagero, but he don't want to take her in that way because he's noble. <laughs> he's doing that every 15 minutes, but he want to do the right things. Damn dummy. He doing more than that. <laughs> so, anyway, he goes there. Doc Wan's waiting like, oh, you damn fool. Now look what happens. Too many of them. She'd be like, I don't give a damn. We're going to take care of it. Whatever the cost, we'll take any risk. So the plan is Doc Wan will ring a bell. They look at him. He sneak on the boat and sink the boat. <laughs> yeah, that's a bullshit plan. <laughs> Why you distract me with this bell? I'll sneak on the boat. <laughs> and then when they get the war, I'm going to sink this big ass boat. Because yeah. nobody will know. They're just going to see an old man ringing the bell and not think nothing. Yeah, it was a bullshit if I ever saw one. That, was, that plan was lame. Uh huh. And then Doc Wild was like, oh, you, did you hit it or not? Basically. You smash or what? And G is like, that is none of your business. <laughs> now beat it. <laughs> uh, so they out there watching. So the show went in the dark and then they just come there. Talking about, you know, we got to get this gold. It's here to handle business. You know, we can be massive for our fate and seal it. So they get there, grab all the gold in unison. And G Bay there just. Compton, like, you know, Gamma, not where you hide. When I die, I'll take you to hell with me. Hell. Well. Like Han Solo talking about, remember Empire Strikes Back? You might freeze to death. Now I see you in hell. <laughs> Damn, not heaven. Nah, I'll see you in hell. I did too much shit. I know myself. These scoundrels like, I see you in hell. Good <laughs> Lord. I mean, when you, hey, that's, you know what? That's a classic line in movies, even to now. You just know you did so much shit. Like, fuck it. I'll see you in hell, buddy. I see you in hell, Jesse Lee. <laughs> Point break. I see you in hell, Johnny. <laughs> Good Lord. If you're right. It's like that, that will never go out of style. <laughs> so, anyway, they get there for playing, and Kigero shows up, and she hit up. They all hit the horses, like, oh, the most Yuki clan made a move. And they all there. Ninja woman. We got your report. What happened? And they told him. And then they get surrounded. She out there ready to protect. Right? He stole down. And what happened? She gets stabbed in the back. Never turn your back on nobody. Shubei. Then Shubei shows up. She's a girl stabbed. Doc on the trap. Then all of a sudden, you, you idiot. Kaki Yubu died two days ago and he turned and Gamma is a damn shapeshifter. What the hell? Yeah, that shit was crazy. I was like, what the fuck? They say he can control any part of his body, limbs and, you know, if an arm or even a head attached, he can put it back together. I guess he can change the cells too. Like, apocalypse. Yeah, that was unexpected when that happened. He's like, Kaki Yubu died two days ago. Then he turned there, and Gamma not only like changed his body, that man got a metal arm. He Robocop. This motherfucker, he is. Been put together by the Doctors of the Future or some shit. Yeah, put together. <laughs> Dr. Hell. 
<laughs> what you say about Mega Man, Doctor uh, Wally, or somebody got to his ass? Mm-hmm. Oh, for anybody that didn't pay attention, I made a Mega Man joke. I'm like, Mega Man is basically the black plight. You minding your business, just being a peaceful robot. Doctor Wally can't control his. Doctor Light can't control his homie, Doctor Wally. So he just turned to a death machine. Go get him. We need you. Come oh. on, we. We. That's why I'm gonna chop your damn arm off. <laughs> I'm gonna give you a hat. You ain't rolling no more. I'm giving you a Caesar fade. I'm putting a cannon on your arm, and you Mega Man. Get his big ass helmet. Fix this white people problem that I created, because I can't keep my man in check. It's like people trying to deal with Trump voters. My uncle a Trump voter, so vote black man and save me for myself. So, needless to say, uh, I need to continue to record on Mondays because these are the thoughts that go through Shaheen's head. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I was thinking about that, bro. And I don't even smoke. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah. So, it's like such and such died two days ago. I killed it myself. And GBC Gamma. And it is, when I say hands on site, it's hands on site. I used to be like Raven Tommy Jr. because he's like, Gamma, throws Doc Wan out. And Jubei loses his damn mind. Just in case we think like his wins are flutes. No, it's flutes against the devils. Because regular folks, he got killed by what, 30 of them? Yeah. 35? Easy light work. And he is mad. He's killed his woman. And Yuri Mario's like, you know, load, load the ship. I'll take care of this myself. This is my art and wish. Let me do it. He's like, all right, go ahead. So he out there. And he hides like he becomes invisible. I guess because you see a shadow, and then all of a sudden he just vanished. His old Gucci flip flop ass. <laughs> so he out there chilling, and then Jubei goes in there. I don't know what he was looking for, and all of a sudden he gets strangled, like he about to get lynched. He get a le- not only is he getting hung, he get hung and electrocuted. That's like overkill. Yeah, like come on, bro. Can it just be one thing? And he out there, can you feel the agony, Jubei? <laughs> Just uh, talking shit. It's like, all right, Jubei, off the die again. And here come another fluky shit. Because all of a sudden, Yuri was killing him. Jubei ain't got no help. And his mouse coming in. He's like, what's this going on? And the mouse starts twitching. He knows exactly what's up. So he loses attention for a second. Jubei cuts the wire and escapes. Yuri falls. The mouse explodes. The whole block explodes. Out of there. You made it shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the third time he jacked shit. And this is the one he did the least. He didn't get one blow and he just cut the wire. Around. I mean, is Jubei Randy Orton? Ooh. No, Randy Orton is hitting RKOs. I mean, yeah, he, Randy Orton, he Randy Orton and Randy Orton was winning every match with a small package. I mean, Randy Orton, I'm talking about Randy Orton ring work. You know how that goes sometimes. It's just like, ah, uh, you know, I'm coasting. Mm-hmm. Yes. So anyway, she's like, "Oh, Yuri Mark got caught in my trap because he was clumsy. It's a tragedy, but that's how shit happens. It's his own fault. Now he's the queen of the devils. Call that man a queen. <laughs> Threw his arm away in the water. You think Gamma losing sleep? Nope. Cast off. <laughs> he gets some more." Well, you go some more yam somewhere else. Yeah, you'll find some more yam somewhere else. 
Ain't no problem. Mm-hmm. So anyway, they go on the boat. Meanwhile, he sees Kagero and he's like, don't die. And she's like, oh, I'm so glad I met you, that you took me in. You saw past my poison soul and didn't see me as a disposable ninja, but as a friend. And I was attracted to you. I thought if you got around to me and I showed you some skin, you see me. Yeah, <laughs> cut it out, yeah. <laughs> I was going to what she's saying. You spend no time around me. You see what I had. You see me as a human being. And Jubei, guess what? Jubei's feeling went up. That whole gentleman shit went out the window this time. He's like, don't, it's not over yet. <laughs> let me get let me get my love in it before you die. <laughs> they wanted that passionate kiss. Oh my God. And the way they see, all you see is a kiss. The way Doc Wan talked later, you wonder if it's more than a kiss. I'm like, I just assumed they only had time for a kiss. But Doc Wan was like, oh, it's, it's a good. It's good you got made love to the ninja boy before she died. And I'm like, I guess they didn't want to show that. Yeah. I mean, I guess so. It's weird because you go through all this like crazy sexual stuff in the movie, and then you have this little tender moment and sweet and it's like innocent to a certain degree. And it's like, oh, okay, that was nice. You know, he didn't need to have sex with her, he just got a kiss from her. But no, nah, let me lick, but let me lick my lick my fingers and put it in satchel. <laughs> put his eyes just snatch. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, I'm so glad I met you and thank you. And then she dies. And I will say this. It is time I watch this movie where I kind of feel this scene. Cause it's sad. And it's the only time I feel like a little bit of emotion that's kind of like beside just laughing and just like, oh, it's some cool shit. So anyway. She she gives him her, um her her headband. She dies, and you know it's serious because he tears he tears the sleeves off. Hmm. Tears the sleeves off. Got the head. He put the headband on. She in a boat going to heaven, and he is mad. You see him looking. This is all He getting himself hyped up, and it's I know why when we get mad. This whole oh the hero ain't really the hero to his woman die. <laughs> Uh, that trope, that is a trope, and that just get annoying. And even I know Deadpool too made fun of it, but they still kind of did it. Yeah, I mean, I get it to a certain degree, but I think it's kind of played out at this point. I mean, it's been played up a long time. It's like John Wick, one of my favorite franchises, and they did it twice. It was like, oh, his wife did it, and then the dog died. Kingsman Two did it. Oh, like, oh, oh my God! Smart directors can, doing it. Can, Roxy, shit. Can we have a? Can, can, I need a sidebar about that too. Kingsman two. It's something off about that movie, and I'll talk to you off air about it. But anyway, yeah, it's something. I, I feel the same way. I know what it is. We'll talk about off air. Yeah. But it's like at least Wonder Woman flipped it, where it's like, okay, Steve Trevor's the one that dies. But even as this whole the heroine inspired to their loved one dies. But anyway, this happens. So this man is so pissed. He rides on a horse, had the horse jump over a mountain and <laughs> didn't get in the war. And I must have not. When I watched this on a VHS, I don't remember the scene playing out this way where the horse is jumping over the mountain and then he had in the war. He swims to the boat. I always remember seeing it 
like the horse is in the water with him, and then he swims to like he he stops at a certain point where the horse can't go no more, and then he gets yeah. all the horses start swimming. Well, all I remember when I used to watch it, like he's riding the horse, and next thing you know, he's on the boat later on when nah. they try to climb the boat. Not he rode he rode the horse in the water and then swam. Like that <laughs> boat must be going slow as hell. But that man was angry. Mm-hmm. Then the show in the, the showgun retain um show in the dark retainers talking like you know, and then just did a great job. We heard a lot. Of, we heard a lot about you. So it's like we're gonna take this gold and buy the best weapons from Spain to take over the country for the House of Toyotomi. You have no idea how Toyotomi retainers suffered. So they all basically some Sicario shit. Like you know, we tired of Mexicans running things, so we're bringing the Colombians back. <laughs> and Gamma like, nah, it's nonsense. <laughs> what? Said it's nonsense. Watch your damn mouth. You're in And again, I got my own plans. The gold ain't gonna go to the damn show. The, the devil's a commode. Take the gold. I just old man think you're gonna do something. <laughs> Shut up! Damn you! Run up with the sword. Next thing you know, he's about to get thrown off the boat. Someone, we're gonna take this gold and rule, rule the country through chaos from the shadows. I don't care who it is. Toya told me a Tokugawa that pulls us to die. That means I'm the real show in the dark. Those them off the boat. So Gamma, like, you know, I got my own plans. Fuck y'all. Got my own thing I want to do. Man, you know I... what that sound like? Remember when we saw Roman Must Die? You did all that for a box. Oh, I was thinking, like, that sounded like my man from um, uh, Brown Sugar when he wanted to start his own record label. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, get thrown off. You may see him get thrown off the boat. Kill the two thing. Doc wants stuck up on the boat too. He sees all the gold in there, and then yeah, I'm about to. He about to do something. He's like, oh, the crow shows up. It's like, oh, I'm glad you. Oh, that's the person I was looking for. She's like, oh, I'm okay. I'm glad to hear that. How someone sink this boat? Stole some damn alcohol on him. Yeah, <laughs> he on this board invisible tip. Pour on him. The light him on fire. Jesus. And that's what he about to do. He about to light her ass up. And she he got the candle out. She threw the blade. I'm talking about, nah, not ruin your plan. Who waiting on the steps? She be like, nope, not at all. Lights her ass up. Blows, blows her sky high and the boat. Get him out there chilling one second, contemplating on how you gonna floss out. Next thing you know, he like eyes open. It's on fire. Run, damn you, say yourself. You just hear people screaming, shouting, and he just like sitting there like, fuck. He ain't even mad. Like he don't show, he ain't like stopping around. He just sitting there like, my plane just went up in smoke. Mm-hmm. And they get there like, tell my men to abandon ship and escape. And wait for my, someday I'll call for him. Shit. That's it. He, like so, his, he was down with his squad. He's like, you know, save yourselves. I call for you one day. I ain't coming, especially if I got a new job. You would have been down the team. You got the attitude. What? Man. Cheese wag staff. <laughs> Good lord. See, man, you ain't, you ain't shit. I ain't coming to call me. I ain't coming if I got a new gig. Hey man, what am I supposed to do? From a, a have not Negro to a have got Negro, and that's how you responded. 
I got a new job. You got four one k. I ain't coming. Yeah, I bet you won't come if you did the same thing. You gonna yeah, ride out? We had a boat full of gold, and my boss can reattach his damn arm. Shit. You coming back? What, I'm, what else I'm gonna be doing? I'm a bodyguard. Hey, you might find a new gig. That's all I'm saying. I was, I was a ninja. What that mean? You can go be a postman. Yeah, we throw this throw this mail in for these sparrows to catch. Get the hell out of here. So anyway, the boat's sinking, boat's on fire, everybody running away, and yeah, I'm about to walk away. And then Jupiter went like, Gamma. You missed the fires of hell? Is that why you came? Jesus, everybody this hell thing. What's wrong with y'all? Music start playing, and Jupiter out there looking like Rambo. Like he ready, <laughs> he's ready for war. And Gamma's like, oh. Cause you mad cause of Kagero. <laughs> and it's funny, if you read the subtitles about she she calls her trash. <laughs> trash compared to what I lost. The dub is like, you know, she's nothing compared to what I'm losing with this ship. But the subtitle is like, you mad about your girl, she ain't shit. Fuck that girl. You prepare to use your life. And Gamma run up on him. She may get the sword ready, throws out the sonic boom. Gamma blocks it. And they out here fighting. And <laughs> Gamma's beating the shit out of Jubei. <sighs> he keeps throwing Sonic Boom. That's the whole thing. Gamma got his metal arm, keep blocking it. So eventually get to a point where he tries to stab Gamma. After getting punched in the face and kicked in the face, gets his arm broke. And he gets spin kicked through a wall. And he's still talking shit. I'll get you yet. <laughs> um... No, you won't. Let's save the commentary till it's over. <laughs> He's like, no one, he chops his arm off. He's like, no one can kill me. You of all men should know that by now. <laughs> like, I'm become powerful to demon. And this man tried to headbutt him to death. Ooh, that shit was crazy. He's on his, his New Japan shit. I don't know how many times. If I come back, I'll kill you. So he just headbutted him, headbutted him into the damn boat. And then gets back up. He's like, I can't die. Because <laughs> he have a damn, he gets up, he's, he gets a, uh, a damn pillar stuck through his chest, still moving. Man, just keep giving, saying. Giving Jubei the double, the double axe handles on the back. Jubei cuts him in half. Still, still ain't dead. Yep. And then what happened? All that heat melted gold. So all of a sudden, yes. <laughs> he get it. Ooh, that's a way to go. Cooked by gold. He out there screaming and shouting. She be ready to go out there with one arm. And it's all of a sudden, Gamma grab him. I'm like, I know that had to hurt. He probably got a damn third degree burn on his ankle. And then one more time, she be got the best line. Gamma, burning your gold in hell. Chop his hand off. Out. Imagine that's how you die. Out. Sinking. You in ratchet and gold. Sinking to the bottom of the ocean. Dropping. Dropping. With the rest of the gold. Ships gone. Gold's gone. And then we get the end. Doc, I was like, oh, we accomplished our mission. It's amazing, you know, what ingenuity can do. We work together. It's a shame about Kagero going out, but at least she made love to you, which is a plus. <laughs> Oh, that's 
that's a pimp shit. It's like, oh, you know, I'll give you 100 pieces of gold when we get the 8 as I promised. She ain't trying to hear that. He swipe away, gold bar fall in the water. He's like, that'll be my payment. Make sure we never see each other again. I quit. <laughs> yeah. Enough of your bullshit. Back when I'm like, all right, you got me. Yeah, I thought I was going to shut you up when we get where he's going. But you probably wouldn't even live that long. Everything went out the way I foreseen. He just laughed like a super villain. Jubei mm-hmm. jumped, get the gold. Next thing you know, you see him walking away. Kagero's bracing around his sword. On to the next adventure. Dope ass ending. Mm-hmm. Dope ass movie. Dope ass anime. For the exception of the you know whole sexual things that happen in there, which is a whole nother topic. This movie's A plus. Yes. I can top notch. Yeah. From the action, from the story, the story was really easy to digest. It wasn't complicated, and it was just good, man. It was just good. I, I enjoyed watching it, even if I was up at three a.m. <laughs> I, I felt good. It was just a good movie to get through. Yes. So, agreed. Now, they end up seeing each other again because. They eventually have a series that's a sequel to this. And I say sequel loosely because Daquan's in it, Jubei's in it. And it's involving, like, you know, two clans trying to get these stones and stuff going on. But Jubei ain't the main character. He's like a side character. Like, he's doing stuff that ain't really about him. It's all right. It's kind of like if it was a standalone series, it'd be fine. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, it's a sequel to Ninja Scroll, but it's not animated like Ninja Scroll, and the voices aren't from like Ninja Scroll, so it just feels off. And it's like eight years, and it's kind of like you know, you say, "Oh, I wish you have a sequel." Right. Yeah, only if it's by the same people who like it, because some sequels kind of like eh. it's like you know, you watch Undercover Brother, and then they do Undercover Brother too. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought I wanted a sequel, so I saw this. This is what I thought was gonna be. It's like when people say, "Oh, they need to make one more Friday." Um, in twenty twenty, sure. Do you think Chris? You think Chris Tucker really gonna be acting like Smokey? How many years? Like how many years? When did Friday come out? Yeah, that 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 only had a certain amount of uh, time on it to do it. And that ship sailed a deck. That ship would have been. That should have been sale a decade ago. Yeah, I think like, you can get away with maybe you know Mike Epps and uh, uh, Ice Cube, but saying Chris Tucker to come back, nah. I'm like, even then, I don't even know if like you can get away with Ice Cube. Ice Cube is what in his fifties, forties, fifties. I'm like that Ice Cube old. Yeah. He old, like he does that. So him being Craig, I'm like, if Craig still ain't got no damn job, he got great here. What the <laughs> fuck is we doing? <laughs> yeah. So no. So and that's why I'm curious to see like how coming to America is, right? Because it's kind of or like Bill and Ted, you know, face the music. Because we talking about some old, but we just got Bad Boys for Life, and that came out 17 years after Bad Boys. Yeah, too. and I'm in. The jokes were for when that trailer dropped. The jokes were just nonstop. I mean, it's because you see Martin. It wasn't even. It wasn't so much Will Smith. It's you saw Martin Lawrence. It's like he looked like he's like an old man that almost died. You see him trying to do action stuff. No, you know what it was? It's the picture when he's on a motorcycle with the side. Yeah, car. it was a bad picture. And he in there with his face chubby with a gun. He's, and he's looking like, get me off this ride. They're like, 
And I remember I was saying, like, what the fuck is this? Like, this is going to be trash. And then we saw it and we like, nah. Nah, it's good. It's, it's, it was good. So that sequel was kind of like, I watched it because I was like, you know, I miss Ninja Scroll that much. And it was like, yeah, all right, it's all right. And I always wanted like a real sequel. They did lie because, like I told you, they brought this movie out. Somehow it's a sequel to Ninja. They tried to hype like it's a sequel to Ninja Scroll, and it wasn't. They just did false mark, and I was mad. They call it like Ninja Resurrection: Return of Jubei, but it ain't the. It's like, oh, now it's just some dude named Jubei, not the one you think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if you watch Belly Two. Oh boy, <laughs> it's one of those type of sequels. Have, You've seen that, right? Belly too. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, <laughs> I didn't. Fin- I didn't finish didn't it. See that? I didn't finish it though. I remember. I. You know when I watched it? I watched it when it came on BET one night. I forgot I, it was. I, I went to the movie theater to see that. Oh no! Did you stay the whole time? What else was I going to do? I have never. Here's the thing. I have never left the movie before. Never. Man. Did you? Oh man, I would just be angry that whole night. I saw it on the day. It, I saw like an afternoon show, and I was just like befuddled. I'm like, what is this? Did you pu- did you leave and just want to punch somebody? Did you find somebody to punch? I wanted to shoot the film with the game. I'm like, you could like Belly, but what you doing? That's what I was thinking the whole time. I'm like, one, it looked cheap. Like it was made for like. A, like $2,000. It looked like a TV. It, I, I couldn't even imagine it being in the movie theaters because it looked like a TV movie. That's just also a TV movie. That shit looked like it was like... <laughs> I don't even want to see a Master P budget. That's just something, man. That shit just looked cheap. Like RoboCop 3 levels cheap. And it was like, okay, it's the game and Michael K. Williams, but I hadn't seen The Wire so I'm like, who is this guy with the scar on his face? It's like, oh, it's the girl from Coming to America. She in there. I'm like, well, that's supposed to mean something. <laughs> and it's like, it's just dumb. I'm like, this ain't Billionaire Boys Club, whatever the subtitle was. I'm like, they use Belly because, like, if you saw Belly, you see that name, it's going to get in. Because if they didn't use that name, I would never see that movie. Right. That's all they did. Because you can call that movie something entirely, something different. It ain't got nothing to do with Belly. Like Super Mario Brothers 2. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> That's basically what it is. Oh, so no. Yeah, so so what are we doing next week? Uh, so next week, since it's almost, I'll be the last one. So what we're going to do is we are going to give out two free episodes of the Sons of Anarchy that will be on the main page. And on the Patreon side, we're gonna be doing the Last Dragon. Uh, yeah. yeah, Bruce Leroy. Bruce Leroy. Uh, I think I believe it's, it's on Stars, so you don't have to. If you got Stars, I don't think you got to pay nothing. It's the shoes people. I don't think people that aren't in our age group realize how much stroke Barry Cordy had. This man was making movies. Yeah, and I'm surprisingly he didn't like do more. Like he did like what two. A three. I know he did my mahogany. Yeah, mahogany. Did he do the mahogany? The last dragon. He didn't do the whiz. Why I keep thinking he did the whiz? So it's two. I'm like pretty Cordy. He was like Master P. Yeah, he was. In, he, he had his hands and everything. 
Yeah, it's funny. Like now, you funny thing about Barry, and it's funny thing about that old guard like Barry Gordy and Quincy Jones and Russell Simmons, and it's now like being on a record label used to mean something. Mm-hmm. Don't mean anything like, no more. It's like, oh yeah, Def Jam. You mean you know that's that's something. You're on Death Row. It means something. If you're on a bad label. We- it's like it didn't mean nothing. We know how much being a label was for Bob because we had goddamn Def Jam Vendetta, Def Jam New York. Yeah, I'm like, they had, their label was so strong, they had an entire video game with just their artists. <laughs> I'm like, that's how it used to be. I think labels were a thing until like the internet era. And it was like, no, yeah, like, because once it started the iPad era and yeah. just start, yeah, it's like, you could do it yourself. I couldn't tell you who labels who none of these new people on. Nope. Because it don't it don't matter. Yeah, it don't matter. Because half of them, they what they do is you know they they're doing these um joint efforts. Yeah. With their I, I basically assume everyone's either independent or they somehow related to either Dr. Dre or Baby Williams. Because <laughs> <laughs> like Drake got like three bosses. Yeah, which is still fucking insane. I if I was him, I would be like spitting out records just to get the fuck up off that. Contract. It's funny only if you don't think about Fifty Cent, because Fifty Cent was under Eminem and Eminem was under Dre. Yeah, I, I just mean, think about. Yeah, I mean, but I don't know because you know what I'm not. I don't know his contract, nor do I want to know his contract. I just know it's like three people, three hands involved. So it's just like, uh-huh. ugh. and his his involvement, he who should not be named in Houston. So <laughs> we don't talk about that like yeah, uh, talk about that off air. I was listening to one of Scarface albums and the intro basically him talking about yeah, district attorney. I won't mention his name, but around with such and such try to get me on an indictment. And he I'm gonna show you how he was a fuck boy. And I was like, damn. I don't know why people always never mind. Never mind. All I'm just gonna say is is a lot of you know, I get it, you know. Y'all think these old cats out here aging out and they ain't who they are and all this good stuff. It's just some certain people you just don't try. I don't give a fuck how old you think they are or what you think about it's them. It's because young people is we guess we can wrap up with this. It's the thing is people aren't used to people aren't used to getting punched in the face no more. <laughs> right. That's why they say whatever they say. Like <laughs> they go on Twitter to say stuff and do stuff. And I'm like. You gotta be careful. Like I told someone, like, yeah, don't want. Like I remember that tweet. I was like, don't want actually me. I can fight. Yeah. If you can't fight, don't be coming over here trying to correct me like that. The best thing I'll do is ignore you. Because if I don't ignore you, and I bring that, energy, I ain't gonna be all polite. I ain't gonna crack a joke. I'm gonna tell you to shut the hell up. I want to tell Isaiah Watson to shut the hell up. I just did. I'm like, you know what? This man, this man sold out for the man. Oh shit! I gotta. Is this, is Isaiah Watson's thing still up? I don't know, because it was hitting. And I just happened to see it, because I, I put a tweet, and I saw a reply, but the, the tweet was, the reply was hitting. So I had to click it. And I clicked and saw his name. And I'm like, who the hell is this? And then I clicked the username, and it was him. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, you got caught out there. You ain't looking for that type of attention. <laughs> I mean, it's funny where I'm Twitter friends with, like, Hollywood people, and I'm actually friends friends with one of them. Yeah. So... But I, you know, you be talking about, you don't expect them. Like, you talking about, oh, yeah, I love John Wick and um, such and such. You don't think Keanu Reeves going to like that shit. Yeah. Yeah, that happened to me with uh, something I had tweeted something about. Oh, your man. The man you call me. Your, uh, 
uh, uh, Black Lightning. Tobias Wells. I had said something about how much I loved the character. And then he liked it and I retweeted this. I was like, oh, shit. I guess he vanity searched this one. Some of them will do that. You know, they like hearing good things about themselves. No, the funniest thing was Instagram. And they have, it was only like three days. Truth Hurts was looking at my stories. Oh, wow. I have no idea why. Okay. It just, she was just looking for like, uh-huh. it was like a couple days and then she just stopped. Huh. I didn't know she was on Instagram. I'm like, who was this? And it was like, oh, Truth Hurts. 90,000 followers. Such and such singer. After, you know, former Aftermath Records. And I'm like, huh? Okay. Shahid! Uh, but <laughs> shut, yeah. shut that shit up. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, yeah. It should be easy next week because Sons of Anchor, the two first two episodes, Shit, it's been a while since I watched it. That's gonna be fun to talk about. Well, hear a whole bunch of Jesus Christ. <laughs> I didn't, you know what? I knew that's a thing, but I didn't realize how much of a thing until you watch on YouTube. They have a compilation of season one of them saying it's like six minutes, <laughs> and it's just from season one. It's like a whole bunch of Christ, Jesus, and I'm like, I'm just wondering how that show ages. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering because I saw it at a time where things were different. And now I'm in 2020. I'm like, Oof. my thing is that show was problematic when it came out. Oh yeah, that too. I and mean. Kurt Sutter ain't the most subtle person. As if you watch the Shield, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And this is him where he's like, yeah, I got the ball now. Like I'm in charge. Yeah, because he, he was like one of the lead writers on the Shield. And Sons of Anarchy is like, I get to run the thing. It's like Vince Russo. Man, the Shield. I've been pre. I've been telling anybody and everybody about that show. I know they get tired well, of me. You're late. They like, yeah, we know. It's like you, it's like you discover pop tarts. No, some people haven't seen it. Like, nah, I ain't want to watch it. I was like, yo, you should check it out. It's really good. Yeah, it's one of those shows where it's kind of like people knew about it, but it's like if you didn't have if you didn't have FX, you didn't watch it. And it's a precursor to like a lot of shows we had like now when you take it for granted, like Breaking Bad and stuff like that, where it's quaint now. But no, Shield basically like kind of started that and it's an easier watch than the wire like the wire is one of those where it's like you like a, a jizza fan <laughs> like the wire never won an emmy shockingly that just that still shocks me to this day never won an emmy and it was like the show almost got canceled people didn't really watch it and like the people who knew they knew yeah and i remember then, that People and eventually came out, I was like, oh, it's one of the greatest shows ever made. And then when they re- when they ran it back on HBO one time a couple years ago, that's when it's like, oh, shit. It was right, when, right before the HD version came out. And the one thing I like about it, and I hadn't paid attention, I definitely paid attention, people you thought was dumb, and I'm not being as dumb as you think, and people you thought was smart was like, Stringer Bell was trash. <laughs> It's like you watch it at a certain like you watch it when it first come out like oh he's smart he out there taking unique classes he out here trying to better himself you watch it now like this nigga dumb play smart he was just he smart just, he was just smart he was just smarter than some of the people he was around yes exactly he was like he was an eight in a room full of fours and as soon as he ran in some tens that eight stuck out and I think about that when I watch Power because Ghost kind of same way he just got on he just dressed better. <laughs> I'm trying to be legit. I'm trying to do all thing, and I'm surprised people picked 
Sons of Anarchy over power. Because I was thinking with our demographic, they would pick power. Yeah. But then I think, but also I think we also have a lot of wrestling fan demographics. And they would lean towards Sons of Anarchy. Ah, it's, yeah, that was super interesting. But hey, fuck mm-hmm. it. That's what we're going to do. Um, get, the, get the people what they want. Yeah, but I'm a, hey, we're gonna have to run that ghost dog. Ever since Rich put out that tweet, I've been thinking about that shit. Like, damn, I need to watch Ghost Dog. Might watch it today. But uh You know, yeah, that's another thing where I remember watching, I'm like, am I the only per- person watching this? No, I remember because it felt know. like it felt one of those movies like only Wu Tang people like Wu Tang saw it. And then I got older, it's like, oh yeah, I remember Ghost Dog. I'm like a word <laughs> like it's just weird because yeah. it's a it's a good it's a weird ass movie because it I, if i want to mistake it it just came out of nowhere and i was like forrest whitaker doing what <laughs> and I was yeah, just like, yeah. he, a, he a homeless samurai i was like what <laughs> where did forrest whitaker even come from i was like and, i ain't seen him in a minute the girl that's on everyone hates chris before everyone hates chris and a bunch of no-name people that became stuff later and it's like, why? And it's got the dude from um, Commando. Oh, shit. It's like one of the villains. Yeah, that that's going yeah. to like, be Yeah, this shit dumb. weird. He's like, yeah, a bum. <laughs> He's still a Mercedes and all this stuff. And it's just kind of like, he he is way overtrained for these bumbling. <laughs> yeah, like, for the, the shit they got doing. Weird. It just feel like LeBron was playing for like, you know, Fat Joe's Terror Squad team. It, it, it's 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 one of those weird movies, man. That somehow got a following because I mean, when I first watched it, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And then I watched it as a, like a couple of years down the line. I was like, "Okay, I start to like it more." Yeah, it's definitely an acquired taste thing. But Wu Tang's an acquired taste thing. Go ahead. And true. It was during the RZA, like I'm gonna start doing this weird shit. Yeah, whatever. RZA. So yeah, one day we will definitely do that. And one more thing, because you told me to watch it. I watched the Stefan Marbury documentary on Netflix. Really fucking good. Yes. And it makes you look at Stefan Marbury a lot different. Because the media boy had us looking at him sideways crazy. I mean, the man eating Vaseline. Well, that that was... <laughs> I mean, that yeah, was, That is so... Like, but I'm talking about during, you know, when they used to talk about his... Oh, and how they painted the picture of him being with the Nets, and like he said, it was a one man show. Who the fuck did he have around him when he had the Nets? Oh, that's I hate that era because they did the same thing with Iverson. They should talk about all the black guards. They did that with. Mm-hmm. Why can't you be like Steve Nash? <laughs> why are you making nobody better? Why can't you be like? Why can't you be like Tony Parker? Why you gotta be hood? It's like all oh, that whole. It's the thing is when they got real hood. Yeah, and it was like yeah. David Stern might take a picture with Terror Squad, but they don't want people in Tim's put out mixtapes. Yeah, right. There you go. <laughs> and that era, I'm, and I, I make jokes all the time. We got bloggers now who like, you know, I'll not say nothing with Kimball Walker with braids. Let <laughs> me say silly shit like that. And they trash, they trash Marbury, they trash I like all the people from that era. They call them overrated for Tim Duncan and Kobe Bryant. Yeah, and I. Cause I look, I'm just looking at this thing like, no, Marbury was way better than they tried to paint the picture at the time, and now looking at it with older eyes, it's like, yeah, he got kind of a raw deal. Now, as far as mental issues, I know he was going through some shit. That Vaseline thing just said everything, but man, going to Beijing, 
just changed everything. That man became a a hero. A black man became a hero in China. Think a statue. They made a movie about him and had him star in the movie. They made him a citizen. He's probably the reason him doing that and y'all make me think is the reason why Dwayne Wade and Clay Thompson get that Chinese money. Probably that, that that's you right. You absolutely right. Because I'm talking about that man came from the bridge, from the hood, and he a hero in China. And it's like I think what he felt over there too was like that love was genuine. It won't like you could just tell like the way they like looking at him and all happy to see him crying and shit. I'm like they out there crying like I'm. It's still amazing. Cause we kind of, I remember people talk about like, oh yeah, he in China. They they did a movie about him, ha ha ha, like it's a joke. I'm like, nah, fuck that joking shit. Who else has done that? Like, cause we we ain't have it since. The closest one we got like Clay Thompson, and even then people kind of like, wow, they really like him. Like, did they like you? They like you. And yeah. it's a country where they don't be like, they do not like you like that. Yeah, cause they almost standoffish. Like, no. Like, I mean, we, we see how they treat certain people in there. We're going to leave that alone. But it's like, they, you saw what happened with Daryl Morey tweeted what he tweeted. Yeah. All that shit that started. And it's kind of like, the, it, and it's funny. You see all people like, you see Cameron there. You see Fat Joe. We should have nipped that shit in the butt with Fat Joe a long time about letting him just say nigga all day long. Because <laughs> we didn't get mad until J-Lo said it. And I'm like, yeah, we could get mad J-Lo about Fat Joe said it his whole time. And you know what? I never paid attention to it. Until one day I'm like, wait a second. How he get this? You know what it was? I was in some hour. I was like, because Big Pun was saying so. I'm like, wait a second. If we're going to get mad at J-Lo, and rightfully so, you know, people make a joke to while well, we get mad at her, this is Ashanti's lines. How we let Fat Joe and Big Pun slide? Uh, that whole terror squad, all them dudes. Um, and I've noticed it's a thing up here now where uh, they get away with it. It's it's I, I I don't know I don't know like I just know all I can do is speak for myself like when them dudes I work with if they come near come to my office or come near I just I tell them straight up I'm like yo when you in here nope what you do out there yeah. I don't give a fuck don't 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 do that here oh my bad my I'm bad like, they Samira I'm like my whole thing is you don't really treat it like one don't say it and you know when it came up as a thing. <laughs> When I was watching Love and Hip Hop Miami and it came up because Veronica Vega said it and she was like, you know, I feel like I got, you know, black roots and everything like that. They look at her like, what? Like, no. And she was, they got on hers and, you know, you can't say this and everything like that. And then Fat Joe was saying, you know, at the end of the day, we all come from here and all that stuff. And I'm like, that is not, I'm looking at like, that is not how I work. Yeah, stop. Stop. Because y'all picking and choosing. Yeah. But I will say this, because I follow Veronica Big on Instagram. She just she went all in. She was breaking breakdown like you know, African backgrounds, like um Latin countries, so like that. She she doubled down on it because kind of like you know, at the end of the day, she's like the only the only difference is where we got where we landed. Somebody but, else did that too. Somebody else broke it. I can't think remember who, but Lance Alonzo used to do it a lot, cause he's done it. But it's kind of like you can see him and it's like he got hair like mine. So you can see like, you know, people I didn't know he was Latin 
until I knew he was Latin. I'm like, oh, his name's Laz Alonso. I thought he was a black dude. So, and he's like, yeah, you know, I'm black. I just landed somewhere different. And uh, and so, and so it's like, if you brown skin, you kind of do that. But all you got to do is look at how people look at Haitians and how people look at Dominicans. And they treat them a whole lot different, even though they're right next to each other. Yeah. Um, check out uh, uh, a kid from what, Coney Island. A kid from Coney Island on Netflix. Uh, mm-hmm. Really good. Really good, man. That God damn that ending got me. I was like, man, motherfuckers, you got me. Cause uh mm-hmm. it's a lot of times that you know it's just kids. I remember nobody ain't tell me shit. I remember that. I remember that. I remember the only people that you know like your mother and your father, of course they're gonna tell you, but you never got that, oh, you can do this or you can do that. And when he told that kid, like you could be present, that kid is, you could just see his mind just racing. I was like, damn, yeah. I mean, if you never know you can't do any something, you can always think you do anything. And to wrap it up, the main reason I thought I could be a doctor was because of the Cosby show. Cliff Hawks, though. The- yeah, I'm like, okay, he black, he a doctor. Claire's, you know, they successful. I can do it. And I had nobody telling me I couldn't. So by the time they try to tell me, it's too late. I'm like, nah, I can do it. If you don't know, how would you know? Right. And that's the difference. I'm like... It's a zillion people telling us what we can't do. I'm like, all you can do is hoop and you do this, this, and I'm like, no. It may be difficult. You can do anything if you believe it. It, may, it might be hard as hell, and some things shouldn't be done. Like, ah, no. This is how we're going to ramp up. So John Lewis passed away recently this weekend. Mm-hmm. And I was Rest thinking about all the stuff he dealt with. Like, he's a hero because he was just fighting for rights. Simple stuff. Man was getting his brains bashed in just so we could vote. And it's like, it's amazing that what that generation had to do over like basic shit. Like, we just want to be able to go to school, like go to a water fountain. They like, nah. <laughs> and just fighting for that man with hero. And it ain't 24 hours I start seeing tweet. You know he sold out, right? And I'm seeing this shit from the, and you know that they always look the same, and they tend to vote for the same person. We right. won't say who it is, but you kind of guess, and it's mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, he's so, yeah, he might do a little thing, but he sold out. He never really did nothing. At the end of the day, I'm like, the man ain't been in the ground for a day. Not and one fucking that, day. tweeting that silly shit. Yeah, I saw And it. then, it's bad enough that happened. You can ignore that. But then Kanye say his shit on you know, Harry Tubman ain't free nobody, right? Nah, you know he got you know he got a point. No, he ain't got no goddamn point. <laughs> I saw so many defenders. And the number one thing I kept seeing is, well, you know he has a mental issue. Stop, stop, stop right there. Just stop that. Don't say nothing else. Okay. We all know that. We all know that he said he doesn't want to take his medicine. We all know that. That has it, this is this whole transition of this Kanye has been uh, seen for a while now. He took pictures with uh, with the damn MAGA hat on. He fucking around going with Trump. So none of this shit now my, is not surprising. So that shit that is, he said right there wasn't surprising at all. My thing is, we only talk about his issues when it's like I got something to promote. He always says some silly stuff. I got promoting something, I'm selling something. It's like, oh, he got issues. <laughs> Y'all don't care about his issues the rest of the time when he's saying stuff you like. 
Well, I'm like, and it's kind of like, yeah, we all mental issues are mental issues, and we do not need to laugh at mental issues. But they don't make you bigoted. No, they don't I, make you hating on I, black. Oh, I'm bipolar. That's why I hate black women. That is not how it works. Right. No, that is horseshit. And people was like, oh, I used to like, I used to like his album, so I got a soft spot for him. Cause guess what? If that had been Ti, shit. <laughs> if that was Lloyd Banks saying shit. that shit, you think people would be making excuses? Nope. And that's and that's that's the crazy thing. Cause like I said, even now, after doing that one episode, you know, looking back at his album, I felt the same. Now just sitting back thinking, about, I'm like, why the fuck did I do that? Why the fuck did I even talk about his album? Why did I even? Cause you, his album brought good memories. It's a lot of people. Cause Cam used to be the biggest um, fan, so he wasn't. And a lot of people were that age. Somehow, you know, if you hear somebody, we talked about at a teenage age, or when you go through stuff, you go and resonate. Yeah, and you'll have a soft spot. I was by the time Kanye was out, I was already like in my twenties. So when I first heard, I'm like, he's. All right. I mean, I'm like, I like his beats. I'm like, he's okay. It wasn't like this. Grew up, I did all my growing up stuff in like the nineties. So the 2000 rappers won't really hit me like that, where it's like it's hitting my soul. So I'm like, yeah, hey, all right. And then it something just switched. And I'm like, nah, I don't see it. And then it was like the fans, and then this fans demographic start changing. Cause you know, he went from rapping about things to becoming the person he used to rap about. And then he used to say a lot of the whole thing is he used to say a whole lot of off the wall shit. It's just we kind of paid it, we didn't pay attention to it. It's like, oh, he did say George Bush didn't care about black people. So we roll with that, kept mm-hmm. it moving. Oh, yeah, he did Kim Kardashian. Well, we, I hit that too. I'm the same word yeah, as Bond. Yeah. So it's like, you know, black men, we come trade as soon as we see a white girl with a big butt. That's neither <laughs> here nor there. But then it just started going. And then when he was speaking with Taylor Swift, we all took his Ooh, side. Oh, we, we fucked up. All of us. We like Taylor Swift, uh, she is a, a skinny white woman that's a culture vulture and blah, blah, blah. And Kim got the receipts and things like that. It's funny how I look now, like how she now Taylor Swift the hero. Like she the one saying, vote this white supremacist out of office. And Kanye is the one like, you need to free your mind. Harry, tell me. I can't believe I live in a year where I was going to see somebody say that Rosa Parks should have called a damn Uber and Harriet Tubman didn't do shit. Harriet Tubman was running the temp agency. Yeah. Um, fuck that dude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's the perfect way to end it. Fuck that dude. Uh, we will get up out of here. Um, if you want to follow me on for social media, you can follow me at Jeff versus the world on Twitter. Uh, on Facebook, the real Jeff versus the real on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to follow Shahid, you should know. If you don't know, I don't know what to tell you. Anyway, we gonna get you out. You can of follow here. me at Doctor Philly Drugs. Oh, he being nice. Well, you know I what? Because you gonna because people be finding me anyway. I'll be tweeting something, then somehow Clearly. retweet. Oh, I'm sorry you go through all that. I'm like, <laughs> how, <laughs> I'm how, like we passed all that. How heavy is the crown? Now I know. I got a taste of it. Anyway, we gonna get out of out of here. Uh, till next week Sons of Anarchy is on Hulu streaming on Hulu so you can watch those first two episodes until next week Uh, yeah we out of here peace peace